0: right welcome back everybody welcome to the loops diary of an indie band podcast my name is john oh oh you beat uh, me to it i did yeah i'm kevin i'm john and uh we are loops so if you aren't familiar already we're just gonna share some stories and have some fun so i think if they're jumping into episode 29 then they know what's going on no i mean 29 is a great number it's a good number to start at. It is. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they are just starting at episode 29. Yes. Yeah. Well, welcome to the pod if you are here. As we always try to remind everybody, we want to get it out there. We want people to know our personalities as much as our musical talent and watching our shows and listening to our sounds. And uh, part of that is sharing with you who we are. And that's what we do this podcast for. So behind the scenes, you know. Yeah. So uh, if you are enjoying what you hear over previous podcasts or this is your first time, just take a quick second, go shoot us a five star I think it's five stars. Yeah. Is it really five stars? I think five stars. Yeah. On like I- iTunes or is it's iTunes Spotify. still, a thing. Yeah. But I it's like it's... Apple Podcasts or something like that. That's what it's called now? Yeah. They just got rid of iTunes in general?
1: No, I think it's still there. I don't even know how it works anymore. I've got an iPhone and I, I still know. don't know how That's it works.
0: That's why I'm asking you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah it, makes, it makes no sense. It's like Apple Music or something like that. It's its own app now. And then iTunes is still there. Mm-hmm. So if anybody knows anything about like the difference
0: between the two, let, let us, me know. Yeah. Let them yeah. know. He would like to know. Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah, the uh, or Spotify, wherever you are. yeah. And uh, while you have a quick chance, while we have your ear, go shoot us a follow on Instagram, official underscore loops. And uh, the easiest way to find anything with us really is go check out Linktree. Super easy. And just search for our name. Loops, big L, two small O's, a big P, a big S, HQ. And all of our links are right there. Everything's there. It's the easiest place to find anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah.
1: So what's new, buddy? Well, it's been a busy month. We're uh, recording this at the end of January now. And it's, yeah, like I said, it's been a busy month throughout this uh, past 30 days, 31 as of tomorrow. And uh, yeah, we've got lots on the go for February. So, I mean, we've we've played three gigs, I think, since our last podcast. Yeah. And uh, we've got three gigs lined up for this weekend coming up in Prince George. We both got sick. We Since both our got last sick. Podcast, you yeah, got
2: sick
0: first, and then yep. I, Sebastian was sick, and I got sick. For me, I'm related to you. Yeah, exactly. Good times.
1: Yeah, so that so that kind of knocked me out for a while. I, I haven't had COVID, but I f- I felt like
0: that's what COVID would have felt like. That's what it would have felt like. Yeah, COVID was pretty shady when I had it. It felt like the really? worst head cold I ever had in my life, times like two or three, like really two or three times worse than anything. I've, any head cold, any sinus cold, it was crazy. Wow. Yeah, but that was in fall 2021 yeah so maybe that's also part of the why yeah it could have been it for was sure stronger it was like second wave or something at that time and I had two mm-hmm. boost. no sorry not two boosters I had two shots two vaccines at that point already right and it was like still like knock you out it was rough yeah yeah, it was rough. Sure. yeah you probably remember it I think was, that we were was,
1: talking about this on like the last
0: episode because your back was really a big issue before as well was yeah and I'm right? on the men now it's yeah. feeling a bit better but we are about to drive to Prince George in a couple days yeah so on Thursday morning um we're leaving super early we haven't even discussed when we're leaving so we can just figure it out on this podcast in front of everybody (laughs) yeah it's gonna be pretty early it's gonna be super early yeah it's our our show on so we play for three days we got like a three day stay at the black clover one of the good pubs in uh prince george Mm -hmm. um and we're gonna be playing there thursday 8 8 till 11 and then friday and saturday 9 till midnight i'm really looking forward to it i think it's gonna be super fun it's gonna be tons of fun they're uh, putting us up too, so they're covering accommodations. They're covering our our gas expenses to get there. So it's uh it's nice. It's a pure profit trip. I mean, obviously, when we're making more money than what it costs, it's profit too. But exactly, yeah. it's nice that nothing is going to come. Like we're not covering any expenses yeah. on the trip, which is nice. So yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to it. It's our first time playing Prince George. So mm-hmm. if you are hearing this and you are in Northern BC and you're close enough to PG you can come check us out over the course of the weekend come check us out we'd love to see you mm-hmm. tell us that uh you heard about it on the podcast and maybe we you know we'll give you something as a prize it's true yeah why not i mean just we for love showing up giving stuff away we actually do we yeah. do um and like we've talked about on the pod previously it's that find balance as like a self-supporting independent artist where you want to give away as much of your merch as possible cuz you realize the incredible value of making people have your brand they're walking billboards every time someone's walking around with a loops loop on or a ball cap or a shirt like look at your girlfriend like she literally Mm -hmm. barely ever wears anything that's not loops at this point
1: yeah it's true yeah she will she she is like our number one well she's up there for like our number one supporter right she'll always be wearing herself regardless
0: of where she is and where she goes she's always happy to kind of have that loops brand out there you know and that helps right that just flies the flag but then Mm -hmm. it's also the balance of knowing that well, you pay for these items. Like we pay for all of our it's stuff. It's not coming out of. So you know that yeah. you pay for it and you need to make money back, or you're literally just giving it as a donation to people. So yeah. it's like, which, which option is, you know, so you don't want to yeah. only do it just for profit because you want to also maximize the exposure and get them out to people. Mm-hmm. So we try to find creative ways to do it.
1: Yeah. I think a good thing we've been doing act, it, you
0: know? Yeah. A good thing we've been doing at shows over the last while is where we do the, uh, where we do like guess the songs and like our mashups. Yeah, I always like to, and everyone gets really yeah. into it when we do that. It wakes it, wakes it. the crowd up a lot. Yeah, yeah, it does. And then we used to for a long time we would basically give um we would give something away, but now it's I think it's better just to be like, hey, yeah, you get a twenty five dollar credit towards the table. Mm-hmm. Pick whether you want a shirt or whether you want this or this or like you pick.
1: Yeah, exactly. Even like for the people who are like, oh man, like I I would have just like done it for you know wine tumbler or something like that anyway, but. If somebody's like, oh, well, you know what? I don't want that t-shirt or something like that, right? Like if somebody doesn't want something specifically, then it might deter them from even paying attention. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So it's better if it's just like a credit.
0: Yeah. Which is good. And then it's, and a lot of times people just do it. And there's a few times where like they leave before we even Mm -hmm. give it out or whatever. And they're like, where'd they go? And they're gone. So yeah, no big deal. But it's, it's nice. It's a fun way to kind of be creative with that. And I used to give away too much stuff, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We definitely took a loss for a long time.
0: But it's uh, a lot of people still have that stuff around, so
1: yeah, exactly, right. Or they pass it off to somebody else, and then cool, it's just in another person's hands or something like that, right?
0: Well, in in in, in loops especially, even if the person's just wearing like a loops hat because they like cam loops, mm-hmm. then hey, like if people see it around though, and they're like they, the logo, just now is becoming familiar to people where they recognize, it, and like, oh yeah, that's the band. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it helps that so we won like the best in town, like we won the best band award and stuff. Like that really helps make the exposure exponentially bigger. Yeah but regardless I mean it's it's cool to have that that logo out there yeah
1: just a little bit more recognition which you
0: created by the way we probably don't mention that enough you created that logo
1: I mean we don't have to mention it every every no ever (laughs) honestly we don't yeah no I mean it was it was I don't even know how it happened it just kind of happened one night while we were just like
0: sitting in just kind of like killing time yeah you were well we were working on stuff or whatever and I remember my living room was different you were still roommates here and you were over on that corner on that desk, I think
1: I was, yeah, yeah. I was sitting on actually that uh that old chair, that old chair of yours.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. that sitting old on that one chair. I mm-hmm. remember that thing, a yeah. little rocky chair. Thing. I think you still have it somewhere. Yeah, I don't know where it is. You just remind me that it even exists. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think it's upstairs. Oh, okay. in like Seb's like playroom or something like that
0: yeah maybe no it's there It's I just looked at it it's right What's, there still oh yeah, it's it just covered there. in shit it's, <laughs> it's just like, covered in a bunch I haven't of seen stuff. that chair in years <laughs> it's covered in mess it just it doesn't rock anymore I have it like locked in position yeah yeah fair enough that chair is cool I got that chair as a gift from my dad when we first had Sebastian It's mm-hmm. like a Sebastian rocking chair I used to say, fun story I used to sing songs to Seb every night when he'd go to sleep And he'd always want me to sing a couple songs to him as he'd be falling asleep. When he was like a year, two years old, and I was just a single dad by myself. And so I would like, I would always sing to him. And I always sing, he always loved when I sing Beautiful Boy by John Lennon, which we should do sometime. And All of Me by John Legend. Yep. And I would sing those two and then just other random songs. But he always wanted me to sing those. And I don't think I've told this story on the podcast before. Maybe I have. Um, But one time uh, he woke me up in the middle of the night and he was singing in his sleep. He was singing um, All of Me by John Legend. Right. And he was singing it through, like, in his room, but I had the baby monitor beside me so I could hear him singing the song. It was mm-hmm. incredible. I get reminded once a year on Facebook because I put yeah. a post up at like 3.30 in the morning being be like, I just got woken up by like the most talented two-year-old in the world singing yeah. All of Me by John Legend yeah. in his sleep.
1: Did you ever uh, realize that it was uh, John Lennon, John Legend, and then you're in a band with a guy named John? That I ever occurred to you?
0: No, I think it's destiny. I oh, like, there you go. The John name is like always drawn. <laughs> it's just always yeah, stuck. That's you true. Know? Yeah, I never do. Yeah. I think it's,
1: it's it's nothing to do with it. it's a super common name that, that a lot of people have. But
0: no. And I think John, you're the only one that spells it a J-O-N. Mm-hmm. They spell it as Out of those three, yeah. But it's also funny that like one of my other good buddies, John Skalski, he spells his J-O-N. Mm-hmm. And my buddy Johnny Salmer spells it J-O-N-N-Y, mm. which is totally bizarre, Bizarro, yeah, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, um, That's yeah, a good name. Yeah. Good name. Strong name. Good, strong name. Yeah, Strong name. I think we talked a lot about that name on the Jonathan Williams podcast. So if you did. want to go back and listen to the Jonathan Williams podcast, he's a, another musician in British Columbia. And he, you guys go on a nice little uh, spiel all about the name Jonathan. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. How you awesome. got it from like your grandpas and stuff like that and a bunch yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Absolutely. Cool, cool. So yeah, as we were mentioning, we got some busy couple weeks coming up. Um I guess we'll go over kind of what we got. I mean, normally we kind of mention it at the end, but whatever. Who cares? Um, we were already matter. talking about how we're playing PG. Yeah. Um,
1: well, just, just beforehand, we talked about like the the month in review because it's it's been more than a week. So if there's yeah. anything that you want to mention in January before as well. Like you said, we both got sick. We played three shows in the meantime as well. We were able to go out to Pizza Pie and actually support their open mic one of those nights yeah. too, which was tons of fun.
0: We um, had a great show um, two days ago. Two days ago. Two days ago in Kelowna. On Saturday yeah. in Kelowna um, yeah. at Lakesider again, we're the third time playing there now. Yeah, they loved us. We're going to be back there. We're hoping every like six weeks or so, so we can be there fairly consistently. We were mm-hmm. talking with the owner, um, so we'll be back there coming up a fair bit. So come, keep your eyes open for that. Watch, yeah, for that. I that was an interesting show for me because our good buddy B, she came out with her boyfriend Matt, really good dude, and um, when they came out and watched the show, she said after that she thought it was the best show she's seen us play. Yeah. And true to true to form, as we've talked about so many times, where like there's lots of times where you're like, "That was the best show we've done," and I'm like, nah. "Yeah," and I'm like, "That oh, was amazing. That was such a best show. I thought we were you were incredible. Right. I was incredible. You're like, nah, yeah. Like I felt like I was crap for like the first 45 minutes minimum. Right? I was like, man, yeah, I'm yeah. way off. Like, yeah. I think you even knew like I wasn't at my best. Like I was, I wasn't. I just didn't feel warm. My voice didn't right. feel warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which um, makes sense. Which normally, like, I can. I warm up and I'll sing as we're and I, in fairness in my 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 defense like I I definitely dropped the ball well actually not my defense in my pointing the finger at me I dropped the ball by not warming up enough like normally on the drive yeah normally on the drive for the last half hour or so before we get to a location I'll just be maybe it's off. because
1: we got there too early we got there like an hour and 15 minutes early and you're you're known to be the guy who shows lot, up like half an hour beforehand, I beforehand and you're then like, you're just like I'm here to set up the merch table guys Come on, come on. it's like we can't be here just half an hour early it's there's true. so much stuff for me to set up
0: that's a good point all right well I apologize
1: for that <laughs> um, I just needed to be on the record you're like I'm just
0: putting it out there so the whole world knows how shitty you are no I think fan. that it, did, it it just
1: plays into the lead singer stereotype that's that's it that's it you're just another
0: average oh god <laughs> god this is torture I hate this. moving on it's so moving on <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. So anyways, the, uh, yeah, no, I think I didn't warm up enough and that was, that definitely, yeah. that definitely for me, it just took a little while before I was kind of in my group mm-hmm. and then I was feeling fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was good though. Like I thought it was yeah. really, the crowd was really into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I actually really, really enjoyed it. We didn't try out our new, oh yeah, some more things we could talk about though. We didn't get to try out our new board yet. But yeah, yeah. So we um, got a new board about a week ago now. Yeah, a new mixing board yeah. for anyone that doesn't know kind of what that means.
1: Yeah. So that's super exciting. It's, it's, it's a like a major improvement from what we have now. And then we've got like an external, for anybody who's interested in this kind of stuff, we've got an external effects board that's coming in tomorrow. So that's actually going to be able to control all of our reverb and delays and all that kind of stuff directly through that. So I'm really excited to just, deep dive all that kind yeah. of stuff and then play around with it especially this weekend because we're just in Prince George so either we're just going to be able to leave everything as it is like after the show yep. ideally and then just keep like a weird the, if yeah. yeah exactly just keep like the important stuff like the guitars and loop pedals yeah. and that kind of stuff like out of the way and then um yeah so anyway I'm super excited for that to be playing around with that and then we've got our dedicated podcast board which is also good
0: yeah so our old board we're just gonna use for the podcast we're using it right now the Pro FX, whatever it was, eight or six or whatever. Yeah. Um and it is a nice
1: little board and it served us two and a half years or something like that. But yeah, we've been
0: point. using it for a long time. Yeah. Um when did we get that? We but we bought it used.
1: We we got it in twenty twenty yeah. for the um sorry, for the for the for the fundraiser. November 11th. Oh, okay. For the, yeah, for the remembrance it. day. We got it for that.
0: Yeah. 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 So it's been, it's a couple years old that we've had it. Yeah. And it was secondhand when we got it. So yeah, exactly. now we're getting a new board. Um, mm-hmm. That basically is a 12 channel. This one's only six channels. It's actually a 16 channel. The, the new one's 16. Oh my <laughs> 16 God. 16 channels. Yeah. Cool. We we definitely will never need that many, but
1: no, no. We ever. but here's the thing that I was thinking mm-hmm. because like we'll use like maybe up to like six channels or something like that for a show if we have like enough mics like already yeah. set up and that kind of stuff and we can just plug the other guitar directly into it exactly right. So then we're only going to use like six to eight kind of like mm-hmm. max because that also leads into something else with the with like the MIDI pad and stuff the the yeah. drum machine that we'll we want to get to, to right. Yep. So all that kind of stuff will be. Like those like first eight channels, but if we have somebody like Cameron or somebody else who comes and opens or you know plays with us, they don't like have for to use show, my
0: channel or your channel. Can they can have their make own. Make sure that it's Mike like channel. nine
1: ten or started yep. at ten and then That'd be move smart. on from there, right? And then it's like cool. We don't even have to worry about that. Because I like that a lot. Actually, their their levels are already set, and then it's not going to mess around with yours or anything, exactly. Right? So. When we don't have somebody whose job is to literally just focus on that yeah. kind of stuff, it's nice that we won't have to worry about
0: that. Yeah, we'll just do a sound check and make sure it's all perfect and then it's mm. good for the rest of the show. Yeah, which exactly. Be ideal. Um, yeah, no, that's uh, that's actually fantastic. That's exciting to, to discuss even further. So so yeah, so we got that. Um, so we're going to be bringing that we're going to be bringing our new six channel loop station which we've been using now over the last little bit you're getting pretty smooth with it now
1: over the last month yeah for sure yeah and i think that the first two shows that we played with it i was i was more tentative yeah but then the last one i didn't even give it like a second thought i'm like yeah you were doing it really muscle
0: memory you were kind of like relaxed with it more and
1: yeah exactly and then just try not to like overdo it you know we've talked about that lots about how like early days like with the loop pedal, I was just trying to do too much all at once. And yeah. even when I first got this one, I was like, oh, I'll go to pair it back. And I would say that out loud. But then like my feet were doing something different. And it was like, what are you doing? Yeah. So now I'm just like, OK, cool. I'm going to use it like I was my other loop station. And then I'm just going to add those other channels as yeah. they're kind of needed. Yeah. Right. And so then it's they're just there. So nice so to have it'll right, just for be, like Last Goodbye and like it'll other It'll be songs.
0: great for harmonies and stuff. It'll be really, I'm excited yeah. to use a couple of the channels just to harmonize on different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because it's live and we can make it fun and we can build up like multiple chord harmonies in a chorus. Yeah. And then everyone's like, whoa, and then it's like a wall, you know, the first chorus you build it up and do you harmonize, 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 yeah. and then boom, and now we have that the rest of it for the other choruses just to hop into. Yeah. Um, I think that would be really cool. I want to start doing that more with just lots of songs in general. I think it'll Absolutely. be a lot of fun. I think we're gonna have a lot of fun playing with it on that 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 because we 'cause we're gonna have a lot of downtime yeah. in between shows. Um we're gonna record our next podcast there. Yeah do some more content. We've been working on lots of content this month. Um, so that's been fun. Yeah. Um, and we we're got not sick. A, oh. We're going to work on way more. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly.
1: And I mean, we we kind of came up with like our, our big idea yeah. on the way home from uh, Scotch Creek. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm I'm excited to do that and get a whole bunch of videos out there. Yeah. 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 Right away. And then, um, yeah, I mean, we've got lots that's planned for this weekend just to kind of get down pat yeah. and make sure that we're just recording everything is super important for what we do.
0: Exactly um yeah so that'll be fun and then um yeah we got uh we got a couple shows coming up as well in addition to the one on the third um we have like predator ridge we're playing on the ninth yeah so that'd yep. be awesome i really enjoyed last time we played there during the yep. tour that was really really cool yeah um so that was that was a really fun vibe and yeah, it's, it's a nice community there. It's really, really nice. It's the first time I'd ever been there before. Mm-hmm. Had you ever been there before? No. I want to play golf there. I'm in like, the it's,
1: it's too expensive for my blood, but <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> you I know, yeah. I want to play there in the summer. Yeah, I, I, I would love to. Yeah, because that's that's a beautiful
0: place. I wonder if maybe we'll just even we'll, we'll we'll tell them like, hey, look, you know what? For the summer, for the summer shows, like we'll play for the same rate we're playing for right now. But then instead of us charging you more, which you normally would in the summer. Yeah. we'll maybe you can throw in like a round of golf for each of us yeah we'll play golf during the day and then
1: well that's the thing with like ha- having worked at golf courses it's like it doesn't cost anything to just to book us in yeah a just, couple, i know yeah it doesn't cost anything exactly for them to say yeah sure you guys get this time at this date
0: and it's free publicity for them because then we put a whole thing about how we're playing here tonight we're playing golf today we put up a bunch of stories on our mm-hmm. on our instagram yeah you know twenty three, twenty four hundred 2400 people are seeing yeah how great predator ridge is if they didn't see the golf course yet exactly yeah um and then uh we're playing the day after that we're going back down to Summerland for the second time to play uh Detonate Brewing. Mm-hmm. Which was super fun the first time. Super fun. Did we get a talk did was that? We didn't No, notice? no, no. Have, yeah. Yeah, I think that our
1: last episode might have been after Scotch Creek and then before Detonate. Yes. Okay, yeah. cool.
0: That's what I thought. So, Detonate was well, the first time we played that one. That was super fun. Um because it was our first show there, we only charged $5 $5 tickets um not knowing, you know, what the turnout would be, but it ended up being a full house and they had a turnover of 10 tickets throughout the couple hours show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were originally booked for two hours Yeah. and we played for over three because everyone was having so much fun. We literally, for the last hour, yeah. we were like, you know what, we'll play until there's no more requests. And it went for another hour because everyone just was really yeah. enjoying themselves. And I'm really happy with that decision because we won over a lot of people. We did. Yeah.
1: It turned into a super, super fun night for sure. And um, I think that's when I got sick. It was like the next day or like two days later, I got uh, like yeah. super sick. So I don't know what happened
0: there. Yeah. Well, we drove home that night too after the show.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it was we, late. Yeah. We anticipated that we'd be home late anyway, but I mean, like it was like another hour. hour and extra. A bit. Yeah, And exactly. we were talking.
0: We barely left there at like midnight, I think, actually. Yeah, it was super, yeah, it was, super late. It yeah. was like 3 a.m. Because it's like a two I and a half drive. Yeah. I think I dropped you off at like 2.50 or something. Yeah. It was something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, But that was, so that was really good. We're going to be charging $10 tickets for the next show Mm -hmm. uh, because they only literally have a capacity of 30. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, I'm coming back and bringing my friends next time. So if you are listening to the pod and you're one of the people that was at the last Nate show or you're going to be at the next one, um, definitely make sure you get your reservations in there with Jonah, the owner early. Yeah. Book like a table, get it reserved. And then that way he he knows how many tickets he can still sell beyond like your six at your table or whatever. So Mm -hmm. we're really looking forward to that one. I think we might take Jonah up on his offer. He said uh, he could put us up in his place when we stay there next. That we don't have to drive back so late. We'll see. Well, and we can make it into a fun night too, right? Exactly, right? Um, So yeah, so we have those on uh, the 9th and 10th. On the 25th, we play Scotch Creek Hub. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to be back there, one of our favorite spots to play. Um, And then we can say it now because it's a go. We just haven't got the marketing tools to promote it yet. But Mm -hmm. um, on the 24th, we are super, super proud. This is our first big accomplishment of 2023 already is we are going to be playing the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts in Kamloops. How do That's you feel about that, That's super cool. That's yeah.
1: super, super, super wicked. So obviously there's a bit more to this story than we're just playing the Scotty Tournament yeah, so of Hearts, right? A lot of
0: people don't know about. OK, so, yeah, let's break this down because let's talk about this one a little bit. So the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts for, I know, we, I know we have listeners in Belgium and England and stuff that have no concept even what that is, let alone mm-hmm. people in Canada. So it is the top curling yes. tournament in Canada every single year. Yeah. So once a year, each province will have their national, like their provincial champion. And then they play at the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts for the national mm-hmm. championship to be mm-hmm. the champion of Canada. And then the Canadian team, that's the Canadian team that wins the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts that competes at like world championships and Olympics and stuff like that. Yeah. So, it's a big deal. It it revolves. So It's roaming. So, each year, um, the, the cities will bid to be the host city. Mm. And then, you know, last year, it could have been in, I don't know where it was, but it could have in Toronto. Next year, it might be in Moncton. Like It could yeah. be anywhere in Canada. This year, it's in Kamloops. We saw um, that they were having a few music acts. So, I'm actually really proud of this. So, I was just like, yeah. fuck it. Took the bull by the horns. I went and uh, I, I looked up contact information of just people like director yeah. of whatever entertainment um, for the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts Festival. Yeah. Um, I, I looked them up so it goes from the 7th oh, sorry Thursday the no sorry I think, Friday, I, the yeah, I think it's Friday the, the 17th Friday the 17th yeah yes until Sunday the 26th yeah. is the gold medal game. Yeah. And um, so I looked them up I got the name of somebody I literally co called this guy and he, yeah. I just cold called him caught this Nick guy on the cell phone he was like Um, yeah, I don't have anything to do with any of that stuff, but my colleague does here. Here's my email. Shoot me an email with some information about you guys. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I'll pass it along to the guy who's in charge of booking the axe. Yeah. And then he passed it along to this guy who's in charge of booking the axe. The guy who's in charge of booking the axe says that we actually hired out an entertainment company from Ontario, um, Lemon Entertainment. So they're, Mm -hmm. they basically do all the booking for these kind of events for us. He's like, but I'll pass you along to them. So he passed me along to Elliot, the vice president of Lemon. And then I hit it off with Elliot and Elliot, I think he just liked the fact that we were kind of assertive and it didn't hurt that I was like, Hey, you're doing this in Kamloops. We're the top band in Kamloops. We literally won the award for it. Yeah. Would be perfect. Yeah. Um, And then he booked us in for the afternoon set. It's called from <laughs> six till seven on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Time subject to change depending on when the game's finish. But yeah, and basically, it's at this thing called the Patch. So, the actual tournament is being held at the, um, what's it called now? The Interior saving Center? Is it still called that, or is it? Uh, it? I, think no, it's it's I think Well, I think it's at the Curling Club. No, I know, but where the tournament's being held is at the Sandman Center now. Where oh, the is Blazers it Blazers play? Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. the Blazers, Kamloops uh, Blazers, the the WHL team, play in like a five thousand seat arena called the Sandman Center. It used to be called the Interior Savings Center. Yeah. And um, so that's where the actual curling is going to be, and then the actual Kamloops Curling Club has a capacity of 1,500 people. That's where they're going to have a stage set up and that's where the music acts are going to be and it's called right. The Patch. And they're going to have big screen TVs where there will be music acts all day that are playing and then when the actual curling is on, nobody's going to be playing any music and they're going to show the actual event the, the there games, as well. Yeah. So you can go to The Patch for free and watch the watch the game and then get some entertainment Right? or you can go and buy your tickets for the actual event, sit in your seats right. and watch the curling at the actual arena. Yeah. Um, so the patch is going to be packed. It's going to be festive. Everyone's going to be drinking, having fun, exactly, watching yeah. music and watching the games. It's yeah. going to be awesome. It's like a big bar. They straight up said it's going to be like a rowdy crowd. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we can bring the energy. That's like, for, cool. us sure. We love that. Yeah. Yeah. I think after we played beyond even the Roxy man, like just on a side note with me and you, I think after we played the grotto on my birthday weekend, mm-hmm. just with the fact that Pup was like, he was unapologetically like, I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> like basically like, don't yeah. fail. Yeah. Like I'm worried. I'm and I'm like, shot here, yeah. okay, cool. Like th- th- we just brought our a game so much. Mm-hmm. And like, especially that one hour condensed set we had on the Saturday when Jeremy did the open, and the close. Cause we yeah. did the open and close on the Friday. That, that one hour was just so epic. Like mm-hmm. we crushed it and our ending, an ending set as well yeah. on the night before. But I, I know it's like give us an hour we can literally bring down the house like we'll bring the same energy as a, as a heavy metal band at this point I know we can do it like yeah. we just we can bring our game to that get yeah, that now. kind of reaction for we, sure we've done it right and now we've proven we can do it even to ourselves yeah so yeah I'm super stoked about that it's a really big thing um there's gonna be a lot of publicity about it we're gonna be shown all over um and yeah we uh, we get to play right before the seven o'clock games that evening yeah the prime time games basically and. There's some late night games as well. So I think there's one other music set each night that goes at like nine o'clock or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they have like the 10 o'clock yeah. games or something. But yeah, something like that. I like uh, I like our spot, to be honest. Yeah, it's um, going to be awesome. And whatever, we're part of it. We're yeah. on the last weekend before the actual, we're the Friday before it's done on Sunday. So yeah, exactly. we have a lot of eyeballs on us. It's going to be busy yeah it's gonna be busy for sure it is and uh yeah i'm super stoked that we're part of that and i'm stoked that it was also because we just kind of willed it into existence which is kind of what we well do. that's the thing
1: right <laughs> you just have to put it out there and see kind of what what sticks right so i mean like i know that we chatted about it beforehand and we were just like man like is it even worth reaching out to these guys or is it like i'm just wasting my time even doing it because we're already busy with yep. enough as it is that it's like i don't have an extra 10 15 minutes just to spend on that if you know it means that i've taken away from something that would have been more productive
0: well and also i mean being completely candid too so one of the artists we saw we saw our buddy cameron we saw cameron was playing but he already had another act playing with him Mm -hmm. so we did have that discussion you and me which i think we could share on the pod and if you don't want to we can always edit Mm the (laughs) same um but but we had the discussion that basically you know what maybe we could reach out to cameron and be like hey who'd you speak to and just truthfully like out of pure respect for cameron we just didn't, we both agreed, like we didn't want to, and you was your point initially even, you're like, I don't really want to put Cameron in that position. Yeah. Um. Not that he would say no or anything, but even if, what if he wants to, but it's like, what is he supposed to do? Like if his manager booked it for him, we don't know how he got that yeah. thing. So it's kind of, it's that balancing act of like, we want to, we want to look out for our careers, but we also, there's been people and we've shared stories without ever mentioning names, but. Um, with the exception of like actual locations, location is going to dick us around and whatever. But yeah. um, for people though, if someone rubs us the wrong way, or they're a jerk, or they've they've screwed us around, we're never we're going to take the edge here in philosophy. We're not going to mention names on that person. We'll just remember, it, but we'll tell the story. I don't care about telling the story. So we've had people that have jerked us around and we don't trust them and stuff. But if you've been nothing but awesome to us, like Cameron has, Jeremy Nishaw, like these people that have been great, yeah, we're going to do whatever we can to look out for you. So in that situation, selfishly, we're like we want to play this as well. This is an awesome opportunity we also didn't want to step on Cameron's toes or put him in a position where we're like, Hey, can you help us? And it's like, you know, if he, if he could have done anything, I'm sure he would have thought of it and he would have mentioned it to us. So at that point it was like, well, what do we do? And you were just, you were the one that was just like, Hey man, I trust your ability just to reach out to somebody. You're good at that. So you're good at doing the cold call emails and I'm really good at making that phone call and just (laughs) hitting it off with someone.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. But it's just, you know, that just takes more time out of your day or it's more time consuming
0: doing it that way absolutely so i was like um uh, and which is why yeah you said i don't call every single bar and in, in no EZ, exactly right? yeah um but yeah so i very i was like yeah let's do it yeah. so I, I tried calling and yeah look real at us right so yeah. if anything it's a reminder to me more to just not be i don't want to say lazy because we work hard all the time but just to, to not be hesitant on making those you know those phone calls if i need to or you know, if I need to make those phone calls, then just go and make the phone calls. Like, yeah. There's no reason not to. No, exactly. I mean, I'm not afraid of no's. So, yep. And case in point, we called a couple locations, which we played in the fall that love us that absolutely are like, you have to come back. And it's a constant reminder. And it's something, it's a refrain we've talked about many times. And I've kind of reiterated it to us in private conversations so many times. I'm like, we both have to remember, especially me, like, and I'm telling you to remind myself, it's like, no matter how much someone likes us, we can't expect to be their top priority. We can't expect it. Like, no, exactly. Just because they're not calling us back to book us in or, or we, they're like, yeah, we'll get you in right. in the spring. And then we don't hear from them again for a month. They have they have so many other acts. Like we're yeah. so low on their priority scale. We can't expect them to to remember or to to remember even to get back to us. So you have to hound them. The squeaky wheel does get the grease, period. As yeah, exactly. so long as we're doing it respectfully and we're like, look, I don't mean to be a bother. It's just you know you did mention that you wanted to book us again. We're we're eager to come out and play for you, but our schedule. I mean, we're not even lying when we're saying our schedule is filling up for the spring. Yeah, um, let alone the world record, right? That we have to focus on. Yeah. So it's like we don't we we don't want to now have it where you do remember to get back to us, and it's a month from now, and we don't have the weekends open anymore that you want to play. Yeah. So we made some phone calls yesterday, even on the way to the Kelowna show again, follow ups. And it's like, cool, they got us where we need to go now, mm-hmm. basically. So we should get those shows booked in again, which will fill out the schedule even more.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then that's where like all these other ones that are just coming completely cold out of nowhere. It's like, cool. You don't have anything until June or July. Awesome. Great. Because we're already booked up until May, you know, kind of thing, right? So it's, like, yeah. it's that kind of like mentality where it's 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 just like, yeah, I'm not playing the short game for you know, only four weeks out or something like that. It's like, cool. If we have a free Friday here or there, then it's like, awesome, sweet. Either we're going to take that day off to rest and recharge or, right, we're going to go out and support an open mic or we're going to take a trip down to Kelowna, right, just to check out some of the venues out there or down to Vancouver, or like wherever. It's like there's always different things that you can be doing during this time as well that I think a lot of people overlook.
0: Well, legitimately looking at our schedule, like we're playing – whatever it is, like eight, nine more shows between February and the first bit of March. Right. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think 11, 11 shows or something like that between like now and like mid, mid March. Yeah. And it's like, we have one of those shows in Camloops. Yeah, one. exactly. Like, and that's at Scotty's tournament of hearts. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, we had, we had, um, a local business owner, um, of the camo Art party jenny she uh she's been a supporter of us for the last few years she's fantastic we were there at their opening at their previous location um awesome just an ally she's a friend on my facebook now and she's super cool and she reached out because it like i think i'm i got the gist at least that like her and her boyfriend wanted to come out and support the shows i was kind yeah. of impression when she was chatting so yeah um but she was like hey yo when you guys playing pizza pie next because they know that we really support pizza pie and yeah. we're like I don't know. Like we don't have anything <laughs> booked. Like if, the only time we're gonna be in Kamloops is Scotty's German of the hearts. But like, like, but if we're but gonna like play said, somewhere, I'm happy people could think yeah. it's Pizza Pie. Like, it, well, oh, yeah, good. exactly.
1: That's awesome that we kind of have that kind of recognition where like people know where to find us if they're gonna find us here in town. Because I mean, there's lots of places that you know have or like lots of bands out here who are like, yeah, like you'll find me at the Grotto or somewhere where, like like that, right? But it's like we're we're more than happy supporting Pizza Pie because they
0: they've been with us since day one. I will say this forever, man. We could be the size, and one day we will be, even if we never get the Ed Sheeran level, like we're gonna be big enough. Like Sean Mendez, like we'll be selling we'll be playing in the Sandman Center. Yeah. And God is my witness, someone can these podcasts won't disappear. We're gonna keep them up forever because the more successful we become, the more charming these podcasts are gonna be. We already laugh at some of the stuff oh, we yeah. talked about last year. And it's like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, so this is on the record when we play the Sandman Center or somewhere close enough to Kamloops, that's a big, big show, like Mm -hmm. a big show and it's Loops are headlining the Sandman Center. God, even if it's Loops are opening for Mumford & Sons and, you know, we happen to get an opening act, it's like I will, out of principle alone, I want us to play Pizza Pie. Yeah. Like, the day before or something and just even if it's a pop-in show we go play the open and mic i think it would have hour. to be
1: it would have to be something like that at that point right because not even like thinking about it from like management because management would have their it own like ideas us, yeah. about it yeah but i'm sure that there's also like security reasons why you can't do stuff like that right True. where like you can't or even like just like the pizza pie perspective where it's like man we we can't we what don't have we... people who can like deal with all this yeah right like for them it would be um there, there was like a show that we played pretty recently, like maybe in the last couple of months or something like that, where we played this like location, and then they're like, "We've never had something like this happen here before." Oh, well, that was Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. That was Lighthouse, where easily it was like the most people in that room, and they were oh yeah, the staff they were overwhelmed, awesome, awesome, they were awesome so job. great, but
0: they were overwhelmed. They like, were they overwhelmed were like, because they're
1: like, "We've never seen something like this happen."
0: Yeah, and they and the, yeah, the one um, manager even she mentioned to me after actually. Um, which reminds me, by the way, we need to get a hold of them we, right after this podcast. Let's mm-hmm. reach out because she had a couple places she recommended for a yeah, friend. Yeah, um, it's on a to-do list that I was looking at earlier. Beauty. Mm-hmm. So, but um, I believe her name was Amanda. Um, I think so. Yeah, Amanda or Amber or something yeah. like that. But um, the manager even was like, she told me even after that, like, They've been. They've had that level of people. Like they've had the level of people, but it's in the summer because it gets packed there in the summer because it's at the pier. Mm-hmm. But it's different when it's they have multiple levels and people are outside and it's spread right. out. Right. Yeah. This was just sixty people packed in this tiny room. They're all drunk. They're all having the best night of their lives. Like oh, that yeah. was to this day one of the best shows we've ever had. It was incredible yeah. and that yeah it was hectic the energy was hectic in the room you could feel the energy kinetic it was kinetic energy in the room you could feel it um you're right so it's like yeah i can't even imagine what but either way regardless i see ed Ed pulls it off though ed does it exactly but we just like pop in
1: and then have security at the door or something like that that's just like cool we got to make sure that this is actually like tame because could do that at that point right where it's like sweet Pizza pie, you don't have to worry about the security. You don't have to worry about no, this being like too much or something like this that. This isn't right?
0: us like, you know, six months from now. This is, or though, who knows, maybe be. Last Goodbye blows <laughs> up in the world record and puts us on a national stage. So yeah. whenever this is, it's going to be us. Yeah, we're at the level where we're playing the Sandman Center and we're on <laughs> principle alone. It's like, no, no, we're going to do a little pop in. Yeah. We'll, we'll do we'll do the pop star we'll, uh, next friday we're gonna do a surprise, surprise appearance, appearance at, at pizza pop. <laughs> five o'clock yeah five o'clock sharp i think that might be the ultimate <laughs> loops inside joke that we don't care if anyone else doesn't get it it's so
1: funny i think that we've actually mentioned it though like on the podcast before that joke yeah
0: i think so yeah. probably i about mean you pop
1: star right i mean never stop never stop isn't that what it is
0: never stop never stopping, never stopping. Yeah. 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 Great, great, great movie. Oh my God. Yeah. Amazing. Top five for both of us. Top five. Watch the movie, guys. For both of us. Um, so yeah, so Scotty's Tournament of Hearts, it's gonna be uh so awesome. So if you're in the region, come out to the uh the patch yeah. that day. Come support your boys. Um there's times when we are hat in hand saying, Hey, we need the support, come out. If you can come out. It would mean a lot to us. Come see our show, ba 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 ba.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm gonna be totally blunt. This isn't one of those times. <laughs> it's gonna be. Busy. It isn't. busy. Is it's be gonna be 1,500 people. It's gonna be busy. Yeah. Um. So it's it's if you come out, we would just be happy to see your face. So come yeah. up and try to get close to the stage, say hi to us. It's gonna yeah. be a big night for us. We're we're pretty excited about it. That's yeah, gonna be wicked. Um. So definitely just come out just for the sake of coming out. But yeah. Um. Yeah. If you can't, don't don't feel like you got to come out to shoot us some support because. It's going to be busy. <laughs> but, I mean,
1: that being said, if you're well, we in Kamloops, I'm sure that you'd love to see oh us anyway, yeah, right? we I would mean... love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, I Yes, exactly. So, anyway, um, I don't know when we're going to be back in Kamloops to play after that. Well, there's
0: a reason to come, though. Yeah. So, we, yeah. the reason to come is basically when, I don't know when we're going to be here next, and yeah. it's going to be super, super fun. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be a fun, fun time.
1: It's it's really going to be awesome. So, yeah, looking forward to that. You want to dive into our top fives?
0: I think, yeah, we mentioned top five anyways about the... Uh, about the the movie. So, Let's I think this it. is a good time to do our top 5. So, our top 5 the theme for this week everybody is we were kind of thinking what would be a fun top 5 to do as we always try to change them up and John brought up a good point that we're not we've never once ever tried to pretend to be um a podcast that does interviews and stuff like that. That's not the point John brought up. I'm the one that says that all the time. You did. Yeah. <laughs> I always say that. Um but we we're not trying to be anything other than just this is a podcast where we have fun and we want to basically get you to see our personalities. And if it's us laughing and, and you know, kind of entertaining ourselves half the time, we're not going to do it in a way that makes you feel excluded. But we want to do it in a way that you walk away feeling closer to loops than you did before you listen to these podcasts. So yeah. I hope we accomplish that goal from all the feedback we've heard from everybody. that That's the, the charm of the podcast. Um, and on that note, though, we don't want every single podcast to be only music related um case in point one of my oldest friends Dustin we've mentioned him a few times on the show before shout out Dusty hey buddy um we uh Dustin likes more when we just delve into random like sports stuff Mm -hmm. because he's not a music head yeah um Rob came on the trip also. Rob, Dustin, and I grew up together. Um, Rob also is like one of our obsessive fans. I will listen to every episode and him and Dustin almost compete to see who listened to it first. Yeah, And, uh, and, but Rob on the flip side, Rob likes when we get into like the meta music stuff because he's DJ for years. Like Rob's probably knows more about music than anyone I know that's not like a full-time musician, like the guy's music genius. And um, so he loves that kind of stuff. So it's like, it feels, my dad loves when we talk about golf stuff, right? Like, um, or old school rock stuff. So it's everyone's going to have something different that they enjoy from these top fives. At the end of the day, the top fives are for us. and they're But they're also for you guys to know a little bit more about us. They're always an excuse for us to share stories. Of course. So on that note, though, we don't want to get tunnel vision too often and just um, make the top fives always the same kind of theme. So... If uh, just to give you guys some context in 2023, especially we want to make them more eclectic. Honestly, I want like we both want to really make them more just kind of random sometimes. And that was your thought today. You're like, let's just do something completely random.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I I think that it's awesome talking about music. But I mean, like we have so many different sides to us. Right. And obviously music
0: is the one thing that kind of will always obsess The two of us, and hopefully brings you here. You're probably here because of music. You you should be right. If we're doing our jobs properly, you're listening to this podcast right now, listener, because you know who loops are. Yeah, and you've either listened to our album, or you've seen us at a live show, or you know John and Kevin are doing a band now full time. You want to check out their pod. Yeah, you know you're not, but you're also not listening to this podcast because this is us telling you how to make it in the music industry mm-hmm. like this isn't what this is if no. anything this is us talking about our mistakes as much as our successes
1: yeah exactly yeah and and really leaning into that right i mean that's why we're so honest and upfront about all yeah. of it, right because i mean there there's a lot of misinformation that can be shared and we don't want to be those guys who tell you to go and do something right and then it's like well you're not even doing that yourself right i mean like we will always be honest about our experiences and we will always be true to, you
0: know, ourselves. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So on that note, um, six years ago, I went on a, my Facebook has been reminding me for the last three or four days, every single day that um, I was on a, an epic trip where I went with my wrestling buddies, which I've talked about before, because in September I went on our annual trip again, yep. which had a pause because of COVID. Unfortunately, we missed one year, but we got to recontinue our streak in September in Edmonton. And, it's one of my favorite things. And six years ago, we went on our first big trip, me and all my, my little wrestling buddy crew, and we went to San Antonio, Texas. So I kind of thought, hey, why don't we do top five trips that yeah. we've ever been on in our life? Yeah. So we have our list. So our list is top five trips. Yeah. So do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Uh, why don't you start us off? Cool. Yeah. yeah. All I right. Like it. I will start us off. So on that note, um, and these ones are going to be, there's going to be stories because why not? What's the that's point what of having we're the top five if you're not going to tell stories, right? Yeah. Uh, so obviously, I already mentioned, so the first one had to be on it because it's the whole reason why we even thought of this list, which is 2017. So um, for anyone that's not a wrestling fan out there, which is probably all of you,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, WWE used to be WWF, Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, all those guys, uh, Ric Flair and stuff. They have an event every single January um, where it's called the Royal Rumble. And 30 people enter the ring and they enter in two minute increments. So started with two guys, and then every two minutes another guy comes down until all 30 entrants have come in. And the only way you get you're you're thrown you're ended out of the match is if you get thrown over the top rope. That's it, super easy. And then the last guy standing at the end of the match is the winner. And they get a title shot at WrestleMania, which you don't even have to be a wrestling fan to know what WrestleMania is. It's their big events, their Super Bowl every single year. So we went to the Royal Rumble in 2017 and we made like a whole thing of it. We were in San Antonio. We got a week at a hotel. Um, we were there. We went also to their their smaller, like their kind of their minor leagues. Um, now it's called NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's where the kind of it's their developmental league. Uh, so sense. we went to their pay-per-view as well. Um, so we went to that event. Uh, we went and saw Monday Night Raw in Laredo, Texas, which is like three hours south of San Antonio down by the border in Mexico. Um, at one point we literally were like, John Skulski was driving and <laughs> I think got like kind of confused off the highway. And we were like, mm-hmm. one of those, you're about to go into the exit and then you realize like, ah, and you swerve back to the other lane kind of thing. He did one of those. Cause if we went into that exit, we would have actually been going to Mexico border. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the best. Um, but yeah, no, we went down to uh, San Antonio and we were there for an entire week and it was it was incredible. It was like it was it was one of those kind of trip of a lifetime trips. It was so much fun, so much that we did a trip every single year since then. Right. Um, absolutely loved that with my buddies. Had some good laughs. Um, at one, one of the events, Jake Baggio and I, we took a, uh, we took we had like a little, what are those like the little um, not the shot glasses but the we Thank put you. like whiskey in them and stuff. No, like a little flask. Flask. Oh, okay, yeah. I was of. So I had a flask. Um, with like a little Texas flag on it and we filled it with tequila. We had a forty a 40 ounce um bottle of tequila in the shape of the the Texas like state. Wow, yeah. And uh and I never drink tequila. Famously, like it's the only thing that makes me throw up is tequila, period. Like I've thrown up I think maybe ten times in my life ever. And six or seven of them are from when I was drinking and tequila was mixed in. Um but I was drinking John like, like um, Jake and I were passing it back and forth and just drinking it straight that night. and it was such good quality tequila down in Texas that it was like,,
1: oh, yeah, it didn't don't... even
0: make me sick. Like yeah. it was incredible. Yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so anyways, that trip was beyond epic. Nice. Um, more recently than that, in 2018, I went on a trip with one of my oldest best buddies, um, Brett Jansen. And I might have mentioned this on the pod a long time back, I can't remember, but um, we went to Los Angeles and we went and saw the world premiere of Super Troopers 2. Mm. Um, that was started out, um, which actually that that event gave me the idea of us doing the fundraiser for our album. The Indiegogo. Yeah, yeah um, because on that one it was also Indiegogo and they were raising money. It was a crowdfunded uh, movie. So they wanted to raise $4 million for the movie. Yeah. Ended up raising like eight or nine or something like that. And, and, and the whole movie was paid for and, and crowdfunded. So yeah. one of the things was if you paid 750 bucks American, you got two tickets for the LA premiere of super troopers Two, the world premiere. Um, and it was a Q and a after, and you can ask the audience question, like the audience can right. ask the staff, like the, the, the cast questions and et cetera, et cetera. So Brett and I, um, we got those tickets ended up uh going down there we, we booked 10 days we stayed in an airbnb for like over a week um one of our good buddies greg beharal he's actually one of the top i don't know if i've ever mentioned him on here before you know him though yeah, well, yeah you know of him yeah um he uh so he's one of the top radio personalities in america at this point like he's syndicated in like 110 cities or something like that wow and, um, he's one of the top radio guys on the main radio station in LA. Mm. So we hung out with Greg a bunch while we were down there. Cause he's been friends with us. He's been friends with Brett since high school, friends with me since 2003. So, um, I've known him for a big chunk of my life. Yeah. Awesome dude. Just the funniest guy I've ever met. He's so funny. Um, so we hung out with Greg a whole bunch and then, um, yeah, we, uh, it was, it was epic. We went to a Dodgers game, went to a Lakers game. Um, I was in the middle of my streak at that point, my Ironman streak where I was working out every single day for the calendar year of 2018 without a day off. And I made it all the way till halfway through 2019 Mm -hmm. before my back acted up. And um, one of the days I was going to go to the Gold's gym, which was like 20 blocks away or something Mm -hmm. from our Airbnb. And as I was running by, I I went by the, the Staples center. I don't even know what it's called now. It's They changed. It just changed the name, but um, where the Lakers play and Outside of it, they were they were doing like a big, they had like a big um, roped off area. And then this, I don't even know if I've ever told you this. No. And like these big curtains and stuff. And I was like, oh, what's that? And I went up to security and they're like, oh yeah, the game tonight, the game that Brett and I were going to versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. They're like, it's Algan Baylor, who's one of the great players in NBA history and the Lakers legend. They're like, it's his statue unveiling tonight. All the oh. legends are going to be here. We're like, oh my God. That's <laughs> so cool. I'm like, this is cool. Nice. And then across the street from that, they were doing the NCAA um, basketball award show. So they had this whole area with all the awards outside, yeah. and VIPs were allowed to go and take photos with all the awards. So the John Wooden Award for Player of the Year for the NCAA Championship was there. All wow. of these awards are there. That's cool. And I like, sneaked past the, the 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 security area and went in there and I was just hanging out and chatting with people and pretending like I was supposed to be there I just acted like I belonged of course. so I got people to take photos of me but I'm in like my <laughs> I'm in like my shorts well, and like my tank top run. I'm yeah. literally I was going for a run yeah. and I was on my way to the gym I hadn't even worked out yet so I'm like yeah. I look like I'm about to go to the gym and I'm in this like fancy swank area where everybody's getting ready for this award show that was on ESPN that night Yeah. and I'm like hey can I get photos for this and this and this and <laughs> wow um, um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we talked your way in. I did, I did. And yeah. then the one security guy was like, I don't feel like you're supposed to be here. And I'm like, honestly, man, I, I respect what you do too much to lie. I, I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah. I was like, but I can't lie to you. I'm, I'm At the time, I hadn't retired yeah, yet. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was spring 2018 and I retired in August. So I'm like, I'm an RCMP officer from Canada, the Mounties. Yeah. I was like, so if you want to kick me out, I'm not, I, I get it. I just, I had to come take some photos. And he's like, RCMP is like, I love the RCMP. He's like, oh. one of my, one of my best friends moved to Canada and wanted to be in the RCMP and blah, 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 wow. blah. And I'm like, cool. Can I stick around? He's like, yeah, sure. I don't mind. Really? <laughs> yeah. He wow. was so cool. So he's like, if anyone gives you any problems, come talk to me. And I'm like, wow. Yes. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So that was cool. That's um, so then, yeah. And then we ended up, uh, we, we went to, um, we went to a, uh, a comedy club and it was, Adam Devine, um, was, yeah. was Doing comedy that night yeah and i have i've, I've told you this because showing you the pictures but yeah. um it was right after so adam divine is uh in that that what the trio of guys um that made um the game over man just come out on netflix yeah. um he's got a stand-up piece workaholics is the show that they're yeah. him and his two buddies are in yeah um and workaholic is really funny it's just like they're all slackers and blah 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 so yeah um so then uh after he was downstairs having a drink at like the front of like the bar. So basically once you're finished at this comedy club, they basically just usher everybody out and you're not supposed to stick around. Oh. But I was like, well, I want to get a drink. I get a drink. They're like, yeah, if you're going to get a drink, that's fine. But if you just came for the show, you got to leave. So oh. then I go out. Wow. Wow. So I went to go get a drink and then he was sitting by himself and everyone was afraid to go talk to him that stuck around. But of yeah. course I, I'm i not afraid of anything like that. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go talk to him. So then Brett's like, yeah, do it. So I went up and started chatting with him. I'm like, hey man big fans we came all the way from Canada for your show and he's like yeah. you came all the way from Canada for our show I was uh, like nah man I'm just kidding I was like we, we came to watch Super Troopers 2 I have Troopers no 2. clue who you are I was like, I've never seen you <laughs> in my life yeah um, but I was like no we didn't I was like we came to watch uh, Super Troopers 2 but we did come to see your show once we knew that you were going to be yeah. doing and he's like oh that's cool man he's like I appreciate that he's like I was actually supposed to be in Super Troopers 2 as one of the Mounties mm. um, but we had a conflict of interest when we were filming Game Over Man and they wouldn't oh, we wouldn't okay, let yeah. us film it later so so we ended right. up not being in the movie. So then we ended up chatting, chatting with him literally for about 10 minutes. He was cool. really cool. And yeah. then, um, he took a photo with me and Brett. I still yeah. have that photo. It's on, on my Facebook. If you, if you go look on my Kevin Roy Facebook, it's one of like my profile pictures yeah. from years ago. Um, he was so awesome. And then, uh, yeah, we ended up, uh, when we went to the premiere, we were at the premiere of the movie and, um, that was cool too because they had. If you picture a movie theater, and then there's always the aisle where everyone kind of walks to the front, and there's always the front section.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, this was like where they do. This is at the Arc like Theater, which is like one of the famous theaters in Hollywood. Like most premieres, if they're not at the man, the Groomen Man's Chinese Theater, um, right on Hollywood Boulevard, then they're in this theater. Like this is where they do the big stuff, right? And they specifically have a whole section in the front, just like most theaters do. But it's the 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 rows are curved. They're not straight like you picture at the movie theater, the rows no one wants to sit in. They're not straight facing the screen, they're curved. Yeah. And they're curved because they always have people sit down and do Q and A's after their premieres. So we were gonna be sitting in a seat um, two rows back, like basically if you picture the perfect middle seat that anyone would take at a theater. I, we, we were like the second group that got in because so we got there super early. Right. And we got to walk on the red carpet and everything. Nice. So Brett and I are sitting in that seat and then I was like, oh man, you know what? I have a feeling. Maybe we should go sit up at the very, very front. Like those seats, I bet you that's where they're going to be sitting later. And they were just starting to put the, the actual chairs, like the director chairs, down so the, the cast could sit there later. Right. I'm like, I bet you that's where they're going to do the Q and A. We should move. Britt's like, Yeah, sure. So we went down. We sat right front row center, nice. right in front. Like we, I was as close as I am to you right now, like, a, like five feet away from like the cast of Super Troopers Two. Yeah. But the funny part is, is that the seat that we were sitting in, the seat that would have been right beside me, was where um, from Key and Peel. Uh, not Jordan Peele, but Michael Key Williams. Oh, he was—he yeah? would have sat beside me for the entire movie. Wow! So I moved away from that seat specifically to go sit down. What a guy! But the positive was—is I—I got to ask a question, and I was like, "Yeah, I asked." I was like, "Hey, I'm in the RCMP. You guys were Mounties in the movie. Did you talk to any Mounties? Get any advice on playing the part?" Everyone, had, <laughs> everyone had a laugh, and they're like, "Oh, don't arrest us!" Blah blah blah. Like it was pretty funny. It was cool. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I could have sat beside Michael Key Williams, and I, I didn't because damn, I moved. Damn. So that's the end of that one, Um, 2018. That's pretty cool. It was wicked. It was epic. It was super fun. Um, Going back in time, 2016, um, this was a special one for my family. We went to England Mm. and uh, my granddad Roy, I mentioned this on on the show before, on the podcast for sure, but um, my granddad Roy passed away, but he had like a big heart attack and he was still kind of around for a little bit for a few days before he actually passed. And my dad went back to England um, got tickets for me, my brother Martin, and my sister Jen. And we went on a trip to England. And it was like kind of a homecoming and never been to England since I was born. Yeah. I was actually born, for anyone that doesn't know, in Salisbury, England. So it's, Salisbury is like this little you know, village, basically town now, I guess. But it's like a military base. My dad was in the army at the time. And I was born in the military base. And it was just, uh, just basically outside Salisbury Plains where um, Stonehenge is. So Salisbury is the biggest town in like yeah. that county of Wiltshire. So I was born there, but I'd never been back since I was a year old and we moved to Canada. So it was really cool as much as it was a sad reason to go back. Um, it was really awesome being able to go and spend time and actually spend time in person with like my cousin, Kelly, who listens to every podcast. Hey, Kelly, uh, the other K Roy. Yeah. Um, my, my cousin, uh, Simon, her husband now um, meeting her, her amazing kids, um, spending time with my other cousin, Danny, her brother, Um, My cousin, Tony, like I just spending time with all my uncles and aunts and stuff and people that support this show, my uncle Craig, but like spending good quality time with them for sure. Um, as opposed to just spending, Nick, just bonding with them over Facebook and stuff. It was just nice to spend time in person. Yeah. Better Um, sweet. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. It was, it was so sad being there for the reason of my, uh, of my granddad, but it was, uh, it was really cool. It was really cool being, and, and man, England is just totally different. Like, yeah, it's just so different. Like these, these, these England toughs wanted to like start a fight with Martin. Cause he was totally wasted the one night and just being friendly and like chatting with everybody. And they were just didn't yeah. like him. They didn't like his yeah. face. <laughs> they didn't like his attitude. Yeah. They, and he, Martin was just being so friendly and they're just like, Oh, you got a problem, mate? And they were just like starting problems with Martin and just like, wow. yeah. And then they were like. Oh, I'm just, I'm just taking the piss out of him. Just taking the piss out of him. And then, uh, and then Martin was like, oh, okay, thanks, man. Martin thought it was a compliment. And I'm like, I know what taking the piss out of him means, man. Like, that's not okay. Like, you don't take the piss out of my brother. So we were going to fight these guys. And my cousin, Tony, just came in. Like, if you think that like Kevin over the years, John is yeah. like, Kevin gets freaking his backup. If like someone's messing with his family or his friends or all will get like really protective or yeah, like, yeah. okay, relax, Kevin. Like, you don't have to fight this guy. Yeah. My cousin Tony is like a supersized version of that. Like he wow. just—he was—he was like, "Oi, oi, oy, that's my blood, mate. That's my blood. You don't mess with my blood, mate. Wow. I'll kill you right now, mate. Let's go, let's go." And the guy, we laugh about it to this day, like me and Jenna Martin, because the guy was just like, "Oi, Tony, Tony, mate, it's me. We've been best friends since we were six, man. <laughs> we was best. Friend. You don't want to go back to jail, man." And he's like, "I don't care, mate. I don't care. That's wow. my blood. That's my blood." <laughs> it was Jeez. amazing. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, awesome. I love England." <laughs> So yeah, um, wow. so that was our English. trip. in the family. It, the hot blood. Man, <laughs> the hot blood. Yeah, we're not aggressive. We won't, I won't, I always say, man, I even taught little Sebastian, like <laughs> whether this is parenting of the year or horrible parenting of the year, but I'm like, don't ever start a fight. Like don't start fights, but finish them. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid to finish a fight, but yeah. don't start one though. Don't throw the first punch. So I'm never going to start a fight with you whoever's out there, but I'll finish a fight. I'm not afraid to finish a fight, but don't yeah. start one though. Don't ever start a fight. Um. Anyway, so 2016, yeah, and that was the nexus of uh, One More Story. Still to this yeah. day, one of the great songs I think we've written Yeah. because um, that whole time I just got to see, it wasn't even as much my dad just outright saying, like I wish I had more time with him, but just the talks and everything discussing with him, it just kind of formulated that, that driving thought in my head that like, he definitely regrets that he didn't have more time. Like now right. that my granddad's gone, my dad realizes that he's never coming back. Like that's it. Yeah. The, the book is closed. Like there's no more chapters to write between him and his dad. Yeah. The only memories are only reading the old chapters. So to me, that that really kind of formulated that idea of one more story, which I think is the yeah. great story we've told so far. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, um, and then circling back, now we're going way far back was 2003. Um, me, um, Jeff Beauchene who was best man at his wedding one of my great great friends my whole life um, quasi-manager to us he helps us so much mm-hmm. hey Jeff I know you're listening right now yeah um, and Simon Kim another one of our really good buddies um, we went on a trip down to Florida we we're gonna be down in Florida in Pensacola for two weeks I think it was Pensacola Jeff will tell me if I'm wrong well, maybe it was like st. Petersburg or something like that it was near Tampa um, and we we're gonna be staying at Simon's brother's Beyonce who's now his wife um, Simon's brother, Steph, his, uh, fiance's family had like a condo. So we were going to stay in this condo for like a week and a half and just hang out. And, you know, everyone had like a space to stay in the condo and that was it. And Simon and his brother both run hot. They got in a huge fight within like a day of us being there. Wow. Oh yeah. And yeah. then the next, we thought it, they'd cooled off. And the next day they were like almost borderline, like a fist fight. Like they are both throwing, like they're both like really? bodybuilders and his brother does martial arts. They're throwing like kicks at each other and stuff. like Jeez. It was crazy. So we're like, we got to go. So we just, we'd taken two cars. We'd driven down, Steph and um, his wife now um, had driven down in one vehicle and me, Jeff and Simon went down in Jeff's uh, Chevy Blazer. Mm-hmm. So we we jumped into another vehicle, into Jeff's vehicle and we're like, let's just go. And Sai's like, let's go let's just go drive around Florida for two weeks and we're like okay so we did we did the entire if you picture Florida we did the perimeter of Florida we went all the way down to eventually to Key West and went back went up the side went Daytona Miami stayed in every cool town partied like crazy for like a week and a half straight Um, at one point we went down to Everglades and and Jeff heard at like a gas station, like where's the fun places to go for like, you know, a bunch of young early twenties. Like we were like 21 or 22 yeah, yeah, guys to go in like Florida to party. And then this person clearly was trolling us. The early days of trolling was like, Oh, Everglades city, man. That's the spot. That's the spot. So the Everglades, if anyone doesn't know, like, do you know much about Florida? Have you ever been to Florida? No, it's all the same to me. Okay, cool. So picture Florida though. It kind of comes down like a little bloop. Right through the middle of Florida is where the Everglades are, and it's literally just a giant swamp that's hundreds of miles wide yeah. that has a trillion alligators or crocodiles in it, and it's like barren land. And there's wow. like Everglade Way is like a highway that literally cuts from west the west side of Florida to the east side of Florida, right through the Everglades, and you can't get off and stop or any point, and you. Like, on the side of the highway, there's literally alligators that are, like, beside the highway and stuff. And there's, like, yeah. b- holes and fences where they've climbed through. And, <laughs> like, it's crazy, man. Jeez. Um, so Everglades City is another, like, 40, 40 miles south of this highway, and it's like this little run downtown. So we went to Everglade City for a night. That was our plan. Yeah. And we get there and it's like the Everglade City Mall. I took a photo of it. It literally was like a post office and then a convenience store. And it had a sign that said Everglade City Mall. Wow. So we see the only bar in town and we're like, okay, well, this place has got to be okay. Yeah. And we're like, whatever, 21, 22. We get like our hair all done up. We put cologne on. We pop course, our yeah. early two thousands. We pop yeah, our collars. Yeah. We're like, yeah, let's go let's frosted. Go. tips. Frosted tips. We're like, yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, for real. We're like, let's go pick up some chicks in every city every city bar. So then we go into the bar and it literally was like dun,
2: dun, 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 dun.
0: Like all these hillbillies are like, huh? Oh, yeah. Like and the music basically stops. Everyone like looks at us like what the hell? And we're yeah, like, yeah. uh do you guys have like ramen cokes? Or and they're like Rule. no like what we have, uh, yeah we have beers that's it <laughs> made it in the swamp <laughs> yeah we're like okay we're gonna go yeah. so we just like left because we don't want to get beaten up yeah um we got like a tour ride we got like what like an everglade ride where like the guy who actually gave us the the crocodile ride was like literally had like two fingers on his hand like he was missing like three fingers it was like a little stump like on his wow. one hand i have photos yeah. of all this stuff it was crazy um yeah so that blood on like our pillow sheets and stuff like in our hotel room wow. like it was ghetto ghetto with the, so we got trolled big time Wow! yeah no doubt Um. so anyways that trip was like crazy super memorable though yeah. just turned like what would, would have been horrible into like just an epic exactly one of the all time great trips of my life because we just made it like yeah. awesome um, so many more stories I could share, but I don't want to bore everybody. But like that's you know, cool. Haunted for a night in a hotel. Like where nice. like literally the TV kept turning on and off. We're like, oh God. Nice. And then like all of a sudden, like the tap turned on, like the actual water tap in the shower turned on. So at like Jeez. four in the morning we left our hotel in Daytona. And then the staff was like, yeah, somebody like some person committed suicide last week. They were staying in your room. Yeah. True story,
2: dude. What? (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah. (laughs) There was this big slide in the hotel that was outside and the person hung themselves off the slide the week before. And we were the first night that they re-rented the room again. (laughs) And we swear, like to this day, we were like, we're haunted, man. Like we're and Wow. uh, Jeff was like, just go back to sleep. We'll leave in the morning. Me and Simon were like, we're not, we're leaving. And then when finally the tap turned on, like in the the bathtub, we're like, we're out and we packed up our stuff and started driving at 4am like middle of the night like it was terrifying um yeah so anyway so that was a fun trip (laughs) yeah sounds like it um and then uh my my fifth one would be i couldn't decide which one but both of them don't really have i'm not i don't have an elaborate story to share but um in 2002 when i was in this door-to-door company i've talked about before we uh we had like a leaders meeting like a managers meeting um, where all the big top people got to go somewhere each time, and I've talked previously about how I had a chance to go to like, um, I had a chance to go to Atlantic uh, or. I what, think
1: that we talked about that
0: in the car or something. Okay, like so that. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. I've never shared it on this, but uh, Paradise City, I had a chance to go to that. Anyways, um, I'll tell, I'll, I'll share that story another time. But um, for uh, for this though, it was at a manager's meeting and it was in LA, and I went to that, and it was super cool. We actually we rented a, we had like an actual uh limo that took us to like this convention for the big for the big party of the main night on the saturday night and our manager aj had rented it for the night and he's like if you guys want to use it to just go drive around hollywood and stuff you're welcome to use it for a few hours we're like sure yeah. so like me and jeff and his girlfriend at the time this other guy Honey um we all ended up hopping into the into the limo and we went everywhere we actually went to the Playboy Mansion. And we sweet talked him into letting the guard at the front to letting us go up to the mansion. Yeah. And then you end up going up to the main thing. And there's like bushes that have like speakers in them right by the fence. And we can literally see the front steps of the Playboy Mansion now. Because yeah. fir- you have to go through two different gates. Okay. And one goes through like a forest. Yeah. And so we made it past the first gate almost. We're like, yeah, we had an appointment to come see Hugh. We're from Canada. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> How do you even get past it to this point? Yeah, we're like, exactly. Okay, sorry. We're yeah. like, they're like, we're going to call the cops if you don't leave. We're like, okay, fine. So we almost got to go in the Playboy Mansion. Um, but yeah, that was a super fun trip. I took like 40 photos. And this is back in the day before digital cameras. Yeah. And I didn't realize until later that like I had the lens cap on the entire time. So Aww. I took like black photos yeah. of like.
1: Didn't get anything. It was the
0: worst. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's a tie between that and then in 2020, which I won't even discuss because I already discussed it before on this. But how I in 2020, I just drove home to Ontario. Yeah. Um, got to spend some time with my family during covid which we do every summer me and Sebastian but there was something just so cathartic about doing that drive across the country by myself. I know you did one the same year yeah um, it was a couple months earlier yeah um there was something just really cool about that so that to me is like maybe a, a positive honorable mention or yeah or whatever but yeah that was uh that was super fun um but probably the 20, 2002 trip was better more memorable yeah. but that, that to me until I have a better trip, Those are the two that are on the cutting board. Nice. That's super cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, those are... I think I've heard almost all of them. I think that there might have been like one or two that I haven't heard before. I I definitely haven't heard about that Florida story. That's insane. It's amazing. There's
0: even more funny parts to tell about the Florida story, but I didn't want to take... 50 minutes of the podcast yeah, and just talking about <laughs> it's Florida. It's like
1: just one old episode dedicated
0: to Kevin's, Kevin's Florida, Florida trip. experience. It was yeah. so much fun, man. I'm that's telling hilarious. you, like I could talk about that trip forever. Wow. Actually, one other side note about that yeah. trip that was really funny that's worth mentioning. Yeah. Like, at one point, we thought we were like, hey, let's go to this uh, national park. It was like Everglade National Park, but it was like not, it was a name, there was a name for it, like Jefferson National Park or something named after yeah. like, the president. So we're like, yeah, let's just go to that. It looks like it'll be a fun little drive to do during the daytime. So we go into this national park but it wasn't like a normal park. It was literally just wildlands, And we literally were on like a dirt path that would just have like the two lines of dirt where the, where the, where the cars had driven and the rest was like grass. And we went like 40 minutes off the beaten path is in my life to this day, the dumbest thing I've ever done and the closest I've ever come to probably dying. Yeah. But we're in Jeff's blazer. Thank God the car didn't break down. We ended up at one point. I remember we were driving over like, there was like um just like a little tunnel kind of that went underneath the road like just like mm. for just for like sewage like a little sewage pipe yeah but we saw like an alligator that I swear to God was like at least ten feet big just dart underneath <laughs> this thing like really and we're literally just in the car like out in the middle of the open yeah like wilderness like cougars Jeez. and freaking mountain lions That's and insane. and alligators and we we finally decided to turn around because we stopped at a roundabout and there's an open clearing and there was like a ton of like shotgun shells that were like all out in the middle of the open. We're like, this is like deliverance. Like we're literally going to get killed by yeah. some hillbillies. They're going to yeah. steal our stuff and our car. They're going to see we're from Canada. Like it was so dumb wow. that we were doing it. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually
1: insane. So let's hear yours, man. Cool. <laughs> I love that. That, that was great. I could listen to you talk about your top fives all the time. Thanks, bud. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we do it. That's it. That is why that's we do it. It's one of the reasons anyway. It's just a top five show yeah, now. <laughs> exactly. All right. So my top five trips. Um, we, we were even talking about this beforehand because my trips are a little bit different because I don't have all these years of financial freedom to kind of like do it
0: I know as I'm still 24 or one could also state uh financial irresponsibility yeah, <laughs> to do it because yeah, some right. of these I probably couldn't have well, afforded to go on and I mean time, like but we, I went anyways yeah we were chatting about
1: it like too but it's like the last like two or three years have been like COVID so it's like I haven't really had the chance to go out and like travel anyway like yeah. during those years and then before that it's like how many 20 year olds have that much money to go on like a trip well i mean you could scrape every single thing that you have and then you could go i know right so anyway i'll uh so yeah i I
0: don't have as many elaborate ones but i mean i i like all these ones that i've got here so well i already know a few myself on top of my head that i can think of that you have even just mentioned in passing i'm like oh my god you did this you did that yeah so to you they may not seem like they're as big a deal but to other people i think it's really cool some of the things you've done
1: yeah exactly um one of the ones that you probably don't know that, that much about, it's kind of, it's it's like the last one that I kind of like added to the list was this uh, trip to Hawaii that I took as, as a young kid. What? Yeah, I was, I was with my family, wow, which was kind of nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. We went across like all the islands we stayed in Honolulu, which was super, super cool. That's where I got my very first ukulele. I paid with my own money to get it. Wow. Yeah. I uh, ended up selling it when I moved to was in like oh. 2017 or oh, no. 2018 so I'm I'm pretty choked about that yeah, yeah yeah but it was uh it was it was the thing it was it was like the first stringed instrument that like got me into like writing songs of and course. like playing music because yeah. I was like the very first thing that I learned was like um I'm yours by Jason Mraz oh nice right and yeah. then like a couple years later I got my first guitar and then from there obviously things just of course started snowballing right yeah. so I think that that trip just, in general was super super cool being in Hawaii we went on like a volcano tour and stuff wow. like that which was super super cool just visiting all those ones and like one of the volcanoes is like actually like the biggest like mountain slash like volcano in the world because it stretches from the the bottom of the ocean yeah all the way up like into the into the sky so it's bigger than Mount Everest oh that
0: is the biggest mountain in the world yeah. actually
1: so so we went to that yeah. one
0: which was super super cool and it's super wide too Mm-hmm. like it's it covers the most land as well yeah the most mass. i think it's on the bay island or something yeah. like that i can't remember the name of it but i know the exact mountain you're talking about because yeah. it is mount everest is it's actually bigger than mount everest mount everest is just the highest summit on planet just, earth yeah exactly. like it's, it's the highest above sea level yeah but exactly. this one isn't above sea level as much but it's it's like thirty thousand feet or something insane. like that right yeah, yeah it's insane it's like nine thousand meters or ten thousand meters yeah
1: yeah which is super super cool so that was a super cool trip Um, Next up, I got my trip to Italy, France and Switzerland, which was in 2016 in 2016 after like right after I graduated high school, like two days later, I hopped on a plane and I went to Italy, France and Switzerland to go mountain climbing Which was a big, big part of my life. It was the reason why I moved to Kamloops in the first place. I don't even know if we mentioned this on the podcast yet or not. Yeah,
0: but even if we have, it would have been a long time ago. So, mention it again. Tell the story. So, I was super into
1: mountain climbing and really interested, especially from Winnipeg and Manitoba. Like, I I know that there's zero mountains anywhere nearby. Like, I had to go west to find the first hill pretty much. Right. So, I ended up going to Italy um, to climb my first mountain out there which was uh Grand Paradiso was what it was called and that was like our warm-up mountain which was like 3600 meters or something like that so it wasn't like the biggest mountain in the world but I mean it was what got me into mountain climbing and then I'm like okay I love this and then we're like okay cool well while we're while we're out here we're gonna go and climb Mont Blanc which is the highest mountain in Western Europe so besides um, Russia that's the biggest mountain. I think Mount Elbrus is the biggest one in Europe. So that was the one that we did after that. And everybody was like, well, you don't have to like summit it. You don't have to climb it. It's like, just do what you can. And then, you know, from there on out, like, well, we'll see what happens. So I was going with this group of really experienced climbers from all over the world, um, from this one one leader in, uh, in Winnipeg. And my mom was on the team as well. And then um, we went with, I think that there was like two or three people from, like Germany and then there was like two people from like England so it was like a whole bunch of like people from all over the world who were on this team to go in some of these mountains and when we ended up climbing them and then we all summit I I think that half of us summited actually and then the other half turned around on Mont Blanc because they just couldn't it was just just too tough it eh? was just too tough that they couldn't do it so I'm just like okay cool but (laughs) so I was like the second team up or something like that to get to the top of the mountain with my mom and that was that was super super cool just being able to do that literally climbing a mountain like across the world I was like this is that kind of like and you did it with your mom too yeah which is super super always have that yeah exactly kind of thing that that we were able to share Was that the first one that you
0: did or did you do the other one
1: we did the one in Italy first and then we climbed the one in France after that. So Mont Blanc was the big one. And then that's the one that I got the tattoo on my arm for. Yeah. So okay. that one's got the the uh, 4810 is the meters of the summit wow. of Mont Blanc. So, um, yeah, I mean, that was that was just like a big moment for me at the time. I mean, I was still only 17 years old. Did yeah. you
0: already want to climb Everest at that point? No. No. I That's something like, else to tell. That you know, I,
1: I, I wasn't super super into it by that point, but then I started getting more into it, and it actually leads me to the next thing on this list. So after I climbed and I was super into mountain climbing, I started thinking about it more seriously because I know that there's people because my mom was super into mountain climbing as well, and she still is, and she's traveled all over the world too africa for mountain climbing and she's traveled to argentina she's traveled to mexico she's traveled to chile like she's been all over the place tell about
0: uh sidebar but tell about the um remember we watched that documentary the 12 summits or whatever it was or yeah i forget, I forget which one what was it called? i've watched so many well we watched the one that your mom you're like oh yeah my mom knows that guy oh, yeah, and then you was, ran downstairs yeah. and you literally brought up the shirt that it was of, i think it was called 12 summits or 14 summits or something like 14 peaks yeah it was like 14 peaks it was um
1: by by this uh by this climber out in Nepal yes and he was a part of this team that actually helped my mom when my mom
0: went and did in Nepal the uh
1: Project Impossible is that what it's called
0: it is 14 peaks nothing is impossible nothing is impossible came wrong. out in 2021 it's an awesome documentary it's on Netflix yeah and John and I randomly were just watching it. Cause once I learned that you did mountain climbing, I was like, Oh, yeah. that's so cool. And then I started like watching like, um, free solo yeah, and all these awesome free things solo, because yeah. every time I'd watch it, I could ask you questions and you were like, it was like you watching things with me where I can just, yeah. I'm a fountain of information for like yeah. sports knowledge. And I'd, I'd give you some cool backstory stuff that you wouldn't normally get. Right. Or anybody watching the Beatles with us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, you would, it was so cool watching it with you. And then John literally like, is like, yeah, like, my mom knows this guy. Like I thought this. Yeah. was, I thought this. Well, form- and that's how I got the
1: shirt because I got the shirt before the documentary was made. Before any oh, of yeah. that was like in the in the works, right? But we so.
0: watched the. Well, we just put it on. I was like, hey, there's another one. I want to watch another mountain, mountain, yeah, mountain. Yeah. And I, you were like, yeah, I've never seen this one. I was like, oh, that's even better because yeah. you'd seen Free Solo and other shit, right? Yeah. Um. So I was like, okay, cool. This is this will be fun. We can watch it together and yeah. see what he knows. And then within like, very quick, like as soon as it was on, you're like, yeah. oh, wait, I know this story. You're like, yeah. Yeah, my mom knows this dude, and I was like. Yeah holy shit, really? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah, hold on one second. And you ran downstairs and remember you brought, you had to dig it out, but you shirt, brought the shirt like, up. Oh my God. I was like, what? you literally had the 14, like the yeah. shirt that he obviously was selling some of them and and the people and the in the... profits sh- were going towards like his, his, his funders, expedition. Like, yeah. yeah. And then in the movie, his, uh, like you could see people wearing the shirt yeah. as well because they are yeah. like, Part of his crew were like wearing the shirt exactly no different than people wear loop shirts when we go on a tour right same idea exactly so sorry go on but I just thought that was super super cool like to show the depth of how much his mom is like connected with the world one of the great movies made in the last 10 years of mountain climbing yeah you you literally have a shirt from the guy because your mom knows him and has worked with him
1: yeah it's 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 super super cool that that she's been able to do as much as she has with it so she really inspired me to like get going with it and she was very very supportive of what i wanted to do so i was like okay cool what do i got to do so then i'm like all right so in my 18 year old brain or whatever i was at the time i'm like what i got to do is i got to climb as much as i can in canada Right. Yeah. So then I was like, OK, cool. Where can I do that? In Manitoba, there's zero mountains. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to go to Banff National Park. Yeah. So then I went to Banff and then I was out there for about three weeks just trying to do stuff out, out on my own and trying to like apply for like different jobs out there that I'm like, oh, skills, kind of the same thing. But it's like totally not the same thing at all. <laughs> so then by the time that I realized that I was spending so much money and I wasn't making any more money and hold on, hold on, hold on. I got I to interject with trails. this.
0: I got to interject because... Yeah. Your, your top five is going to be way different than mine because my top yeah. five was just me telling dumb Kevin stories that aren't really whatever. They're fun, but whatever. Yeah. But I have, yours, questions. Yours, I have questions. Yours were all
1: like, I then we got soldier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Mine are just ridiculous, fun, silly stories. But yours actually, yours, there's depth to what you're saying here. Yeah. So I'm asking the question that probably most yeah. people listening are asking because none of us are mountain climbers. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. how is it, this is now becoming an interview. Mm-hmm. How is it different? I don't know the difference between because 18 year olds, you hills, thought yeah. a ski hill would be the same as mountain climbing and it would give you the, the, the a similar experience. Yeah. And you're like, which it clearly isn't. Well, you realize that now, but yeah. I don't know any different. So how, how are they different? How so is it different?
1: I would say that it would be like trying to compare
0: like speed skating to hockey.
1: Okay. So it's because they're both of,
0: on ice and they both have blades on your feet doesn't mean at all. Any yeah. of The rest is the same. The exactly. Physics, you're, not, else. you're not
1: doing the same thing. Uh, mountain climbing is is a climbing sport right so it's like rock climbing it's like ice climbing like all these all these different things are parts of mountain climbing yeah right and and being an alpinist right and summiting a large mountain was my goal right it's like i wanted to reach the seven highest peaks in the world right the seven summits is what they're called right so i wanted to start in canada or like start in north america because it's actually in the states in alaska where the highest mountain is uh it's not uh Denali I think is what it's called Keep I think on, but I'll fact check yeah that. thank you um so there's that one and then you know there's Kilimanjaro out in Africa yep. there's Elbris which is in Russia which uh, I already discussed about that one um Mount Vincent is down in Antarctica so like all these different like places that I wanted to go and actually climb those mountains so I wanted to go and do that so You have to acclimatize yourself. You have to get used to being at those certain heights and different like summits, right? In order to get to that point where you're just used to it. You're used to the altitude. You don't get altitude sickness when you go and do, you know,
0: Everest or somewhere like that, you know. So So interjection, Uh, Denali. It is Denali. Yeah. So your seven summits um, are Denali. Yeah. Actually, let's see if you where you can tell me where each one is. So North America is Denali. Okay. We got um, there's one in South America. Do you know that one?
1: uh it's gonna come back to me my mom attempted it it's in Argentina isn't it
0: or is it in Chile I believe it's in Chile from what the looks of this it's in kind of the middle left of
1: um Aconcagua
0: it is Aconcagua Aconcagua. in South America there's one on um uh one in uh, Antarctica yeah Mount Vincent so just so everyone knows I even would have thought if you asked what the seven summits were two minutes ago I would have thought that they were like the seven highest points in the world. Yeah. They're not. Which, which it's, it's, those it's seven the highest. are probably all in, all, all in like the Himalayas. Yeah, they're probably all right? in the same so, range. So in Nepal and exactly China and stuff. But they're not, they're, uh, yeah, because like that's where K2 is, isn't it? Or is that in Russia? K2 is the second highest. It's, exactly. It's in Pakistan. Yeah, so it's all in that kind of, yeah mountain range but there these are the seven different continental shelves yeah. on earth and then each one has its own summit yeah. so the highest one so the one in sorry you said vincent you said the one in mount antarctica. vincent is yep. is antarctica um europe elbrus
1: no that's that look wait a minute hold on there's two that's, here that's in russia so oh, that's it's elbrus and then mont blanc is like western yeah mont blanc is that the one you did yeah that's the one that i did so you did mont so blanc. it's it's like western europe yeah that's weird that there's two and then there's mont blanc and then
0: elbrus elbrus is is technically the highest in in europe Ru- well in yeah because russia. europe russia is half europe hash asia everest is clearly the one that's in asia yeah mont blanc is the one in europe because it looks like it's in like france yeah. or whatever so that's yeah. weird the that elbrus joins it's in both it's yeah that's strange know. um kilimanjaro as you mentioned is in africa yep and then there's one in Australia and then one that looks like it's in New Zealand. Did you know that?
1: Uh, I'm not sure about the New Zealand one, but I'm pretty sure that the Wait, this uh, is nine. It's it's
0: <laughs> on this list. Yeah.
1: Oceana. Right? Oceana is like the, the actual lake continent. Yes. Right? So in Oceania, I think it's actually a Papua New Guinea. That the that the highest one is. And that's um I actually forgot what it's called.
0: Poonka Jaya. Does that sound familiar? Here let's see. Jaya here you look at this map and, and describe <laughs> what's wrong so in this map that I'm looking at it actually has nine apparently that depending on the definition of what the seven summits are yeah one of them like they interchange obviously Everest is on every single one I'm guessing that maybe Mont Blanc maybe on some as Europe and then the other one may count on another one I don't know yeah I actually don't know I'm guessing Albrus maybe loses to Everest if it's technically like on like the Europe Asia yeah. border that maybe that's why one of them is and yeah. then pukak jana maybe they count that as like oceana so they obviously this yeah. this list at least has a couple of them are like give or take because that's not yeah. right there yeah do you know who was first done by
1: um it was probably done.
0: 1985 the first guy to do it it was probably some first name guy. richard no oh famous guy i forgot really? you might not know because you know a lot of the american people richard bass does that name sound no oh okay he was the first guy to climb, do summit all seven traditional continent mountains. Cool. It was once considered a mountaineering challenge. Now the relatively common, almost cliche. <laughs> it makes sense why 18 year old John was like, well, I,
1: well, like my goal is I wanted to do it as the youngest Canadian to have ever done it, which I think that like before I turned 26, if I wanted to do it, then holy shit, you I still could. So, I still have the time where I could, but it's just like my priorities shifted throughout the years. Right. So at the time when I was 18, I'm like, I got to get out there. I got to be at the highest altitude in canada so i can acclimatize to those i gotta get used to putting on the boots just doing it by myself before i'm like okay cool now i'll have a team with me for these higher ones like in in the himalayas right like when you go and climb those you have the sherpas with you and it's a requirement to do that kind of stuff and you have to have some kind of team with you Mm -hmm. um because it's it's also how they make their money in in that community livelihood right so um so i i figured that i had to do it out on my own so i went <laughs> so, <laughs> so now you're like wait so a minute i was like you know 18 <laughs> I'm years old dishes and <laughs> in shitty freaking yeah banff. And there's literally no point for me to be out here anymore. <laughs> i'm not doing any of this where's my team <laughs> so, exactly right so i ended up taking a bus from so this is actually where the coast to coast story comes from because oh. that's where i was in banff and then i took a bus from banff and i just hopped on it without really thinking about what i was doing and then i went out to london ontario our bus broke down and dried in Dryden, manitoba which absolutely sucked because Dryden, manitoba is like eight hours away from winnipeg or something like that and we had to wait and for it's a still, backup bus it's still to come like on five out.
0: hours from like from thunder and, bay yeah like
1: else? it's far it from was, everywhere it was insane so I was just like, whatever, like <laughs> I'm 18 years old. I got an extra hundred bucks that I can like spend on a bus. <laughs> bucks. Exactly. So I was just like, whatever, like I'm going to get from A to B. And then that's what I ended up doing. And then by the time that I was done in Ontario, everything that I needed to do out there, hang out with my good buddy, Brendan who who's a big supporter of us as well. Um, and then I saw my sister and I wanted to go and meet up with this coast to coast girl who lived in Montreal. And by the time that I was like. Almost there. I was like about to take the bus to go. From London? No. Well, it was it was in Toronto by that point. Okay. Right. Because I was staying with my sister. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So okay. I was staying with her after I was with yeah. my buddy in London. And then I was gonna so you're
0: with your buddy in London first, brandon and then yep. you're with Stevie in Toronto in for a Toronto little bit after that. And then you're like, okay, I'm gonna go see you now I'm the love yep. of my life in Montreal. yep 'Cause cause we like broke up because she was going away for school and
1: then that was pretty much it. That yeah. was the only reason why, right? And then she was like, uh don't bother. Because I am literally like an hour and a half away from Montreal right now with this other guy. And I'm like, it it broke my heart. It (laughs) broke my heart. So then I ended up hopping onto a bus to Hamilton. And then in Hamilton, I took a plane to go back to Winnipeg. Wow. Wow. And then I was like, okay, cool. Well, what am I going to do as an 18-year-old? I was like, well, Your heart's I'm broken. Still, heart's broken. So you then already I already
0: tried, you already went out to Banff and, and you're like, this wasn't what I thought this, it would be. Exactly. I'm like, I built it up in my head into this whole thing and then nothing happened. So I'm like, cool. But you still want to climb
1: Everest. But I still want to like, and do the seven I, I still want to do this. Yeah. It's kind of my, my whole goal. So then I started working at Starbucks because I was like, oh, well, it's just going cool. to help pay the bills. At Starbucks too. Yeah. Cool. yeah and then they hired me on as like a supervisor so i'm like sweet at least i'm not getting paid minimum wage and i can save a little bit of money and yeah i'm gonna start like reaching out to different places about like sponsoring me you in order- your moms at the time yeah i was just yeah like living there and i didn't have a car at the time either because i had just been traveling of and course I if spent- you had
0: one you would have sold it before you went yeah to i just Bend. spent my yeah. money
1: on on like climbing gear and stuff like that and so i was literally running to and from work in the middle of december and january and february when i still didn't have a car and then i wanted to climb everest and then i reached out to like a company um called uh world sherpas out in nepal and then they were actually willing to give me like a pretty big discount in order to climb it because i was telling them how i would be like the youngest like canadian at the time to do it and i'd be Drawing up all this business for them and whatever else, just trying to get any kind of angle into like getting my goals done that I wanted to at the time. And so they were super, super helpful with me and they wanted to make it happen. But just unfortunately, I just didn't come up with the money for it. So then I'm like, okay, cool. Well, what do I want to do? Because I've been training super, super hard. So then I started looking at the schools that would offer, you know, this kind of training for like mountain climbing so then that's where I found the adventure program at TRU which is Thompson River University here in Kamloops yep and then that's what drove me to being in Kamloops was because I went on this whole journey of Jesus. mountain climbing just to be in this like program at TRU which ended up being nothing <laughs> for me and then I ended up you know just not motivated to keep going on that route mm-hmm. right and then when I came to Kamloops so I realized that I really wanted to be playing music. And I started playing music with like a whole bunch of different people in different groups and bands and all that kind of stuff. And I just we, we were playing you were playing at like the
0: bar in TRU at, right? at the university. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And like running open mics out there. And then I started running another another open mic, which obviously that's how we met through open mics because mm. I was running that other one over at Bold yep. it was in 2018 when I started that one up. Yes. Or took that one over, I guess.
0: Yeah, so you were running it on a Thursday and it finished before my show, which I was running downtown. You yeah, were running yours up in like Sahali near the school. And then, yeah, you came out on when I was in Ontario with Sebastian for March break. I remember that. Yeah. Um, and then our buddy Patty was running the show for the night. Yeah. And he knew you already from your open mic. And he was like, yeah, you got to come back the next week and meet Kevin, the host. Yeah. And then you and Bo came back the next week. And then right away, I remember you were playing like I think he played the Backstreet Boy set or something. I'm like, what? That's cool. Yeah. I like this. That's yeah. awesome. This guy's willing to play Who anything. Who is this guy? Yeah. yeah. And then I, I, think I asked if I could harmonize with you or whatever, yeah. like pretty early on. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, um, for sure. And then, yeah, then uh, I was like, do you know any, cause I'm like always looking for someone to play guitar with me. Yeah. Um, because that Bryce guy that I was playing, I played a couple shows with, and he would come to my open mics as well. He'd already moved and just flaked off and went back yeah. to Australia. Yeah. So I was like, "Hey, do you know when he had cheering?" You are like, "Oh, i love had cheering." And then yeah. we played a team that night. Yeah. And then from then on, it was like history. We're like, yeah, "Yeah, there we go." We're good. It was super
1: super cool. Yeah, it was wicked. Um, yeah, that's so, so cool. So yeah, that was that was my cross Canada trip. Is kind of like how I put that all into like one one block was going from Banff to London because that, that was super super important for me to do. That was a big. Chapter of what was the what was at the the, time, the,
0: you know? the inciting point that made you be like I gotta leave Banff was it when you almost died going on that hike
1: <laughs> No, because you didn't tell that story No, on it. no, that wasn't even it. That wasn't even the tipping point. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm still gonna go for hikes, and I'm still go- so I went to Banff with my guitar and like a backpack, and that was pretty much it. Yeah, and I took a plane and I arrived in. Edmonton or like Calgary because it was like cheaper or something yeah. like that. And then my cousin Kelly, who's awesome, 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 she drove me the rest of the way to Banff. And also
0: just, great supporter of loops. It's yeah, the one,
1: yeah, actually. So I. I was really fortunate in that regard where she was just like, I'm going to help you out as much as I can. And you know, if you ever need anything, give me a call. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then I'm just like, Like, I got this. I'm 18. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like I was just 18, like, because I got a late birthday in October. Right. I I I, I went at the start of November. Like it was only like a week or two later that I was like, I saved enough money throughout the summer. Right. Like working like jobs and stuff like that. So I was like, I got enough to get by. Mm -hmm. Right. But I just watched it slowly dwindle. And I'm just like, of course, this sucks like at what point is it i gotta go before i gotta call my mom or i gotta call my dad saying hey can i have some help getting home because exactly you know i i just didn't want to be in that position as like the 18 year old yeah right i'm like i already know that that's kind of like the stereotype that so many people kind of like have or whatever it's like i'm gonna like call as soon as like i get in trouble or something like that i just didn't want to be that kid who calls when they get into trouble right
0: no of course
1: so yeah when i ended up uh (laughs) I, I ended up getting lost on uh, on a trail. It was a very, very dumb decision. Me as an eighteen year old just thinking that he could do anything. I was going on the trail and I ended up getting lost um for
0: for about six or seven hours. And, <laughs> and- well, let's so let's be like let's be clear here on a trail, not like this isn't just like a rinky dinky cutting no, through town it, and trail. So I was I was
1: on the trail and then the trail came to an end. And then that's where I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here, right? Because there was nowhere for me to go except for backwards. And I'm like, well, I'm not gonna go backwards because I know that that's just gonna leave me there. So how do I keep on moving forward? And then I'm like, well, that kind of looks like a path. And then, so like what it was, it was like this like super, super like steep, steep rocky section that's all just loose gravel. Pretty yeah. much the entire way down and and it's about, I don't know, a thousand feet like up or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So I'm like, well, it's a long way down, but I think that there might be a path on that other side over God. there <laughs> because I'm like, I, it's not that long. It's maybe like a hundred feet or something like that, like from here to like the other side. Yeah. So I'm like, if I can just get across this section then maybe there's another trail on the other side and then I can just keep on going
0: famous last words exactly
1: so I got like halfway through it through like the gravelly stuff and then I'm like oh, God. I don't think I'm gonna make it like I literally sat down and I've got my backpack on my back and I took a picture because I'm like I think this is it and then it was like on snapchat or something like that and then I just sent it to like a whole bunch of like people and I'm just like hey just in case like I don't make this like wow. through it or whatever. I didn't Jesus. send it to my mom because obviously of course. my mom would be like, what are you doing? Calling the National right? Guard. But I'm just like, I said that to like my sister and I'm just like, hey, just in case like something happens on this trail, like I don't know where I'm at right now. Right. Wow. And then she's like, "Uh, find a trail, John. And then I'm just like, all right, cool. So then I ended up going down just a little bit at a time. And then I finally ended up back on some some kind of path but I don't know which one it was or where I was going. And I was by myself and my phone, I was just listening to music all day long. So I wasn't really thinking about how long it was going to take. When I like (laughs) looked at this trail, it's like, yeah, it should only take two and a half or three hours. So then when I was at the three hour point, because I left at like whatever it was, like nine in the morning or like 10 in the morning or something like that. So I thought that I had more than enough time just to get it done, get back hang out go out for the night or something like that right so I it was it was three o'clock in the afternoon and then I'm like I'm definitely not on the right path yeah I know that Banff is that way so I'm like (laughs) I'm gonna start walking that way just try to find like some kind of trail so then I ended up finding a couple and then I'm like okay cool this is leading me here so then my phone was just dying slowly and slowly so I'm like all right cool we're back on some kind of path. I'm going the right way now, but the sun's going down because it's in November in Canada. Yeah, and so you're in the mountains. It's in the mountains, so not even thinking about any it goes wildlife. Down quicker. Yeah, until it started getting dark, I'm like, "There's no thing. They're, like bears don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> <And then> that, <laughs> they're not. Re- they're just in I've movies. I've never seen one before.
0: <laughs> Grizzly bears are not a real thing. So
1: literally, like, Cougars. I wasn't thinking about this at all. Like, I just was so like full of myself as like the 18 year old like i can just do anything that i want right and i'm just gonna figure it out as i go so then it was like six o'clock at night or something like that by the time that i actually ended up getting back into banff and like when my phone died because it died along this trail because i was using it as a flashlight i still had a little bit of well i like the sun was going down right but now it's draining it
0: even faster you're like oh god
1: so i was i was i was worried like I, my pace picked up and i'm sure that like my heart rate was oh, like yeah. super high at that point right yeah. but i just had to keep on going just keep on like following Jesus. like the light in the distance pretty much is like how it was and then finally i ended up back on the trail and then it was like this like double-sided trail so i'm like yeah. okay cool at least it's like a biking trail i didn't come across one person by the way until i was probably about like 15 minutes outside of Banff, and then there were like couples who were like walking and Jesus. stuff like that yeah. it was just like great awesome but I'm like, in like my mind, I'm like, I've been lost for the last like seven hours and nobody knows. Yeah. Right. So that was, that was a crazy point for me because I was like, it, it was a humbling experience if nothing else. Right. Yeah, yeah. So then, like I said, I had my guitar with me. So I just went out and played guitar and I was just like by the water and stuff like that in civilization. Of course. Right. Where I could actually go and do that kind of thing, but still like be by myself. Mm-hmm. So then I did that for like another week or whatever. And then I'm like, all right. I needed to do what I needed to do. This and
0: place is going to kill me.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I'm not getting anywhere being out here. Right. So yeah, then that yeah. was kind of like the tipping point where it's just like, okay, cool. I'm running out of money and I'm not finding any value being out here. And it's mm-hmm. not really pushing me to do anything else. Right. So that's, that's where the light bulb kind of went off. Wow. You know? So yeah, that's, that's my beast, my BC. That's, uh, yeah. Well, I cross Canada kind of Canada trip. trip. Yeah. Sweet. And it, Came out a cool song. So oh absolutely it did. Even better. Um after that I got another one. I know that we're going late here. No, we're good. This is a long one, but who cares? People will enjoy it. Yeah. So another one on my list is so number four on my list or whatever is uh Scotland. I went to Scotland in 2015. I actually went in 2012 as well. Both of them, I went with my pipe band at the time. The Lord Selkirk Boys Pipe Band is what they were called. And then now I think that they're called the Lord Selkirk Robert Fraser Memorial Boys and Girls Pipe Band or something like that. So it's like a youth band. So it's under 18 years old or like whatever. That's a
0: good name. Just rolls right off the tongue. Right. Exactly.
1: So, (laughs) um, So I was in that pipe band as a drummer. And in 20, like I started in like 2008 or 2009 was when I joined and i did it because my sisters were both in dance and then there's this thing in winnipeg called folklorama which i i don't know if anybody knows about this but it's like where you have like a whole bunch of like ethnic communities do their own thing so it's a two-week event and then each like each whatever get their own like week so like there was like a scotland week and there was like an england week and then there was like a jamaican week it was like a whole bunch of like different things and then it's it's only like yeah, over that like one week where yeah, you yeah. do like a whole bunch of different events. So my sisters would both dance every single night for that week in this show, right? Wow. Like three times throughout the night. And I'm just like, that's cool because yeah. there was like a band that would go on. So in Folklorama, that's where I found out about this like youth band mm-hmm. because they would go on like three times a night and then they would play their 10 minutes at or 15 minutes at or whatever mm-hmm. and then call her a night kind of thing so I'm like that's cool I want to get into that yeah of course right so I'm like I don't want to play the bagpipes yeah. because I'm just like well nobody's cool playing <laughs> the bagpipes kind of thing right it might still be true <clears throat> so I was like I'll be a drummer at least so then um well and your dad was a drummer and my dad was a drummer and I played drums yeah, professionally in, in band and stuff like that at like school so I was just like well it, it's right up my alley anyway so I ended up playing drums in this band for from the time I was whatever eight or nine or ten Until I was 18 years old and we took a couple trips to Scotland during that time where if you're good enough, then you're in the competition band is what it's called. Okay. So there's the competition band that actually competes and then there's just like the parade band is what they're called. It's just like everybody else. It's like a mix of the competition band and then everybody else who's like getting into it. Mm -hmm. And then ideally those parade band like boys go into like the next one Yeah. right into the competition. So once you're good enough, then you get into the competition band and then that band is the one that travels to like Scotland so there was about 20 of us or something like that that was able to like do a whole bunch of fundraisers and you get paid from parades and Mm -hmm. like all this kind of different stuff that helps fund your trip to go to Scotland so it's not like obviously we're paying out of pocket yeah not like each person paying a couple grand so yeah In 2012, I went with my dad, which was super, super cool. He just like tagged along and he was my chaperone, obviously, Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So that was super, super cool being a part of the experience. But I still wasn't at the point where I was very involved in it. Like Mm -hmm. I was still like there, but like I think I got cut like before like actually competing at the world championships Mm -hmm. for a pipe band. So that was the reason why we went was because Lord Selkirk from... Selkirk in, in England mm-hmm. or, or in Scotland, sorry, yep. um, is the reason why we called the band what it is. Cool. Right. So we actually got invited to go there and perform for Lord Selkirk and all that kind of cool stuff. We played in a whole bunch of castles. And wow. then the big thing was the, the World Pipe Band Championships, which happened every single year in August. So we ended up going to that. And then that's where I got cut in 2012. But in 2015, I was what's called the lead drummer or the tip. So I was the the leader of the drum corps for the band from 2014 until I graduated out of the band in 2016. Yeah. So I ended up being the lead drummer in that band. And that was just the coolest experience being able to perform in Scotland at all these castles for Lord Selkirk in the world championships. We got, we got um, knocked out in the first round at the championships um, in our category of like youth. Mm-hmm. Like bands and whatever, but we ranked as number two for the drum corps. Oh, so cool. there's like different like categories. Yeah. So it's like the the bagpipers have their own category, and then it's like the drummers have their own, and okay. then it's like the ensemble. Okay. So the ensemble is the one that matters the most, and yeah. we got like thirteenth place or something yeah. out of the out of like thirty bands. That's everybody so all it's together. Like, yeah. So only the top twelve or the top ten like move on to the next round, and then from there, then they do like one more gotcha kind of thing. So we ended up getting knocked out after the first round which i mean whatever like it is what it is yeah, yeah, but yeah. like for the drum corps like we did really really good yeah, we yeah. ranked second and like, you we were, were the second lead, and you best. were the tip you yeah main guy right so that was super super cool that's so cool just like being like a part of that like experience was awesome just as a whole it was the first time that i actually got to go and do something on my own as well because that time my dad didn't come nice. my mom didn't come so i was just like there for the ride kind of thing, and just got to like I, I had a no lot of parents. freedom. Well, I had a lot of freedom, yeah. right? And I was like sixteen at the time. It was you right were the kid turned... Yeah, exactly.
0: some, There was like all these drum groupies.
1: <laughs> not so many. No, no, because it's still no. a youth band, and there's still tons of chaperones everywhere. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, they're everywhere. <laughs> so, but I mean, like, still, I was able to, able to like get my own suite and stuff like that, which was kind of nice. nice. And then I was able to, I had like somebody else's like parents who like was one of my good friends, like, and they're their family was like chaperoning me yeah yeah like so the, the trip, so. but you
0: were just checking in with them probably and they're giving oh me that's a little it bit yeah it's yeah. just like
1: yeah yeah they, that's so they cool were man super relaxed about it so i mean that was that was a super super cool trip that was that was yeah definitely one of my favorite trips for sure because it was just a lot of freedom and yeah being in a foreign country right? yeah, for I mean, sure. it's only scotland but i mean still like at 16 years old at the time and i was just like with my drumming buddies and yeah. they were just like cool let's go and you know man get that's up this so mcdonald's awesome. here literally Ten minute walk from like our our place or but the whatever. the freedom but to do that though just, at that age yeah, and you're exactly.
0: yeah that that's so so cool. Yeah, but so. you're not in like a scary foreign country where it's like
1: no exactly. You're not worried about anything really happening.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. in like Thailand that I might get kidnapped or something or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right?
1: yeah exactly. So that was super super cool. That was that was definitely needed to be like on that list for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely.
0: Have you ever seen the uh the movie Drumline? I think Nick Cannon was in it.
1: Um I don't think so, but I uh, but I know of it.
0: It was in like that era when they were like pumping out like a lot of movies where like 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 um Step it up and all that where there was like college, you know, yeah. people are all like in like a chorus, you know, gang together, or yeah. they're all dance movies and like it was one of those, but it was about drummers like yeah. at, at at university level. Yeah. Which Which are actually a really big deal. Like, there's a whole industry.
1: Yeah. No, there there really, really is. Even just drum lines in general. Like, there's this one called Top Secret Drum Corps out in Switzerland or something like that. And that's, like, the one that, like, all the drummers, like, want to be in. Because, like, it's super, super, like, cool. And, like, they go and, like, travel all across the world. Just, like, go and, like, just showcasing like their their drum lines and like it's super cool one day
0: when we're doing like loops work and we're just doing like the boring stuff or like (laughs) posters or emails or whatever right and we're just killing time yeah Um, in the background we should put drumline on too one time just to watch it because then i'd be curious what your thoughts and feedbacks would be yeah you're like that's not accurate or like oh that's actually what it is like like it'd be cool to see that from your perspective oh absolutely we'll do that actually and we'll check back in we'll give you guys an update on what john thinks of drumline i like it TBD pending
1: all right last up on my list is something very recent which was our BC tour nice it's it's on my list it was um I thought about putting
0: it on there because it was so important and it was the first tour we ever did and it was really the two weeks especially was awesome
1: well yeah exactly I think that it was it was one of those things that I mean I'm always going to be talking about that because it was super super cool for us to do um just the trip in general just not even thinking about it like music wise because musically like we were able to do what we do and make money like the entire time like on the tour like we were able to go out and play for a solid amount of time and just be able to travel to that next place and yeah it's like tiring being out on the road a whole bunch and whatever else but it is it's very cool like being able to do that so even beyond just doing what you love yes and then getting paid while you're doing it yeah it's amazing this province of BC and there's so a reason why I beautiful. live out here because
0: well you made a compilation video for TikTok even um, that was really really cool and and we filmed like one of the best things I think we did was we got the camera out a few different times and just yeah. filmed like the road a little bit yeah like seeing like just the, the scenery and just like yeah taking the ferry over to the island. Like we, we almost take it for granted sometimes how beautiful Absolutely. it is where we, and we get to drive through that stuff for hours straight. Like well, it's even incredible. Even like
1: our trip down to Kelowna, like we were talking about how it's, it's incredible just being able to view outside of like the windows. And I mean, you're staring at mountains like passing you by and even when it's foggy, like it, it's, it's still like, it's unbelievable. I know that there's mountains right know, over there. Right. And it's, it's, it's one of those things that I, I, hate that sometimes they take it for granted. Yes. You know? I, I try not to
0: still and I've yeah. been here even longer than you. Like I got here yeah. in 2009. And you're right. Like some days I like to just like I'm getting Starbucks or something like you're saying and mm-hmm. it's like I'm at, you know, like the Summit Center or something in Town Camloops and I yeah. just sometimes I like to just stop myself for a second and just look around at the scenery and just yeah. take a second and just be like I'm like this is beautiful. Yeah. This is breathtaking. Yeah.
1: And it's one of those things that, I mean, throughout that entire tour, that's that's what I was thinking, like in the car, like when we were talking about music or even if we were, it's like, wow, looking outside, it's like this is where we get to do what we do, you know, and going up to Prince George this week. I'm excited. Oh, he, he beat me to like, it. I
0: was going to say the same thing.
1: I haven't been up that north. like DC. You, you know, I. so that's that's going to be super, super exciting. We just talked just about just that on Saturday. That. Yeah, exactly. About how
0: how far either of us have ever been north ever, period. Yeah. Um, and in Canada. Um, you've been obviously far north, further north when you were in Scotland. Yeah. I've been further north in England. Yeah. Because the highest north I was, was in Manchester, but that's right at the top of England. Um, but in Canada, like, I guess I was further north. We looked it up when I went to Fort McMurray. Yeah. Um, but PG is the highest north All of being been in BC. It's in BC, further north than sure. Jasper. Yeah. Um, and, and we're going to be driving through, it's more, so when you drive to Jasper, have you done the Jasper drive? Yeah. To Edmonton? Yeah. yeah. So it's more like, it's a lot of rolling hills and stuff until you get close to Jasper and you get out of actually, um, until you get out of BC because then mm-hmm. you get to like um, Mount Robson Park. Yeah. Um, you go through that and then it's like Rocky Mountains again. Yeah. But the Rocky Mountain Range, there's two big mountain ranges in BC and there's like the Rocky Mountain Range which cuts right through British Columbia and the the coast of Alberta, like the border of Alberta. And that's massive and it juts all the way up and it goes all the way down deep into the states. Yeah, goes all the way up into like the the, the Alaska, well, not Alaska, Yukon and Northwest Territories. But there's also the smaller coast mountain range, which is where like Whistler and Blackcomb is. And that's kind of um, along Vancouver. And that's like all that kind of cuts up the left side of the province. And then where we are in Kamloops is in between the two. And there it's a lot, you can really see how like, Fifty thousand years ago, when you see Kamloops, the physics of it—if you've never been there—you can literally see the town from like my house and from where you live, John. Yeah, you can literally see it and envision in your mind where a giant glacier carved out this valley. Yeah, in the the hills and the mountains and the hoodoos, which are like mini <laughs> mountains, and yeah, you can literally see where it just cut right through. And we, the population in these kind of towns, we well, talked about where it before the on our formed. Right? Yeah, we talked about that before with like our uh, when we did our our filming of the album or the, the filming the recording um how the last trip remember we had to go along the uh crow's Nest highway and yeah. highway three and going along the bottom of of these mountain ranges some of these little towns they literally seem like they're like red dead redemption like they're frozen in time from oh, like a yeah. 100 years ago yeah we've only seen those a couple times on certain trips but i feel like going up to prince george is going to be very similar that it's going to be uncharted like scenery we've never seen either of us before and i want to capture a lot of that maybe even just to show content on our page because here's the thing there could be another band that's identical to loops and thinking outside the box we're always trying to do what can we do to make ourselves different or what can we do to show how we are different um and stand out from the pack there's there could be another group that's identical to us in talent identical to us in every element even down to like their personalities like they're literally clones of john and kevin yeah but they happen to live in like rural Kansas and we happen to live in one of the most beautiful places on the earth. So if that alone, where everything else is all identical, we have that one extra small thing that we can show that's unique about where we are and where we live. Yeah. Why wouldn't we share that?
1: Absolutely, yeah. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. Just, Me too. You know, because BC, just in general, I mean, there's there's a reason why so many people live out here. So many people move out here. The reason why it's so expensive, expensive. <laughs> and it's so expensive, right? <laughs> ungodly expensive. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's my top five list, buddy. And that's I your top it. five. Season. That's
0: my top five. I was going to share my a couple honoring mentions of worst trips ever, but I'll save that for another day. Yeah, because this was a really long episode. This might be the record longest episode ever. And that's OK. I don't even mind because it's no, a fun one. And you know what? It's been a while. It's been a while. And people can pause it and listen to it later. That's the beauty of podcasts. Exactly. I don't even mind how Just long. Just listen is. later if you want. So we hope you enjoyed. Thanks for listening to this point. Um, share with us your best trips as always. D.I.B. at officialloops.com don't forget to check out that Linktree. Um, even just to type it into a website if you've never been on Linktree before. e. Is that how it's that called? That is how you do it. It's link, true and then dot, ee instead wow. of a dot com or anything like that. And then forward slash, big L, two small O's, big P, big S, a small H, a small Q, loops HQ. And uh, you'll find everything. Um, shoot us a five-star rating anything else you want to say buddy no go to our instagram give us a follow if you don't already and then yes you can please find do the link
1: tree right there as well
0: absolutely yeah and then um i think we're going to play you out with the full version of last goodbye let's do it you go hear the whole song again and if you enjoy it come back and keep listening to it over and over and over again all right cool well we'll talk to you guys um uh, hopefully next week sounds
2: good later bye We've been making memories, but they all look the same. Starting out drinking, somehow we end up screaming. And I'm so sick and tired, aren't you done with it? Never understood you wanted love like Hollywood But those little laughs with all your friends Were always at my expense Yeah And I was so naive I let you walk all over me And I can't take no more It's time for you